0: I like to say hello and welcome you Good day, that is my name Come here and sit down I'm so glad you even really truly came We
1: can even go and take
0: a walk Completely off-center Yeah, I get people like that at work all the time Yeah I? And they're like, I'm just really sarcastic And you're like, you don't know what sarcasm is No, sarcasm isn't being mean <laughs> where the, you know they're like you know they constantly make you feel like uh th- their jokes are things like uh why'd you do that i'm like uh, i don't know i was j-. And they're like i'm just messing with you and you're like hilarious i feel terrible and no one's laughing like, unless they're laughing at me for kind of freaking out yeah and like um there, there's two types of this joke that mm-hmm. I hate. We're recording now, by the way. I know. Um, for I posterity. See, I can see the things on the screen. Well, it's for the record. I need to let yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's illegal. Okay. Two two types of things. Otherwise, we can't use it as evidence. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, first, one of them happened to me today. Okay, um, good. And it's that uh, at work, I had to open one of the like glass cases where we keep the more expensive things. Mm. And the guy like pretended he was robbing me. He was like, give me all your money. Ha, ha, ha. What if I did that? It's like, but you kind of just did. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that when that did he do it like chuckling, like, Haha, or did he like, like those he... the phrase he said with not pure intensity, but enough that it was like, what? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. Um, yeah. And it, it doesn't make you think like, ha that's so funny. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm actually super vulnerable right now. And I don't want to think about that yeah it's no, not funny to me also because it's literally what i was thinking of that second because what <laughs> i think of every time i open that thing it was like what if i get robbed right here yeah i was like <laughs> i will give you all this stuff i do not care <laughs> yeah. this is not mine <laughs> um <laughs> that's so funny yeah that's not a joke by no the way. um also when people like authority figures make that kind of joke like police mm. officers are like son do you know what you're doing like that's a crime oh. and they're like haha just kidding it's like but you can't do that when you're wearing that uniform but and holding I, a gun and i peed my pants now. Yeah. So jokes on me, i guess. Yeah, that's yeah, those it, aren't jokes. It's that that general like i'm bullying you and then i just go i just mess i'm just messing with you and you're like it doesn't doesn't feel fun and please don't. I don't like it. Yeah, there, there's an episode of Queer Eye on Netflix where that kind of happens. Oh, Did really? you watch that show at all? No, i've been me it's on my list. Kind of for me too. Yeah. Um i've seen bits and pieces mm-hmm. but I, Sorry, already on a tangent, but who you know? That's how it goes. That's what it's freewheeling pop culture. Whatever. Oh yeah, that's we what we haven't this is. introduced the podcast. We'll get there, Dave. Okay. Um, but yeah, so two things. Uh, I, my tangent oh really quick. Oh boy. No, I haven't really. I haven't really caught up on Queer Eye God. because if there's no competition element to a reality show, I don't really care. Mm. And it's hard for me to be like, yes, I'll watch the next one because mm-hmm. it, yeah. they're all just kind of floating in the ether Mm -hmm. um anyway there's this one episode where they're the guy that they're helping out either is a cop or his buddies with a cop Mm -hmm. and the episode begins with like a cop pulling them over and like the black guy's driving the car and there's Mm -hmm. something like the cop's like you don't have your license and he's like we're filming a show like Mm -hmm. and it's just this really freaked out thing and then the cop's like just kidding i'm the guy who called you here and you're helping out my friend and it's you you don't Mm. you don't like Pull over a black guy in Georgia and start yelling at him mm-hmm. and say it's a joke and then put it on TV. Yeah. It's just kind of intense and yeah. cruel. Yeah. Those kinds of jokes are not my thing. And like, I, you know, I am the kind of person that I always, you know, like what spawned this conversation is you said I had to go to, the, you know, you, you were like, I have to go to the bathroom first. And I tried to playfully say, like, I've got things to do, Brennan. Uh huh. But I used the wrong tone of voice and it came out like one of those guys where I was like, I, have things to do like that was even more dramatic like i did it it came out so deadpan that i was like oh no i instantly was like i'm kidding and i never do that after i kid i never go i'm kidding uh-huh. because i always feel like it's pretty clear except for my poor like freshman girls that get oh they're so scared those poor freshman kids i scared them so much <laughs> accidentally being like i'm just being like playful and they're like can i go to the bathroom i'm like no and then they're like, "Okay," I'm like, "Oh my god, don't take <laughs> me seriously on that one." Go, I don't. This is in prison. You shouldn't have to ask yeah. me if you can use the restroom. Can you use the restroom? Go for it. Are you gonna go walk around campus for 25 minutes? That's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> my my response to that because I get that joke at work too because mm-hmm. I have a not a manager but like a higher up who mm-hmm. you know is in charge of me basically um, bathroom boss. Do you have to do that? No, 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 oh, no. no, Okay. I what's that from is that cool hand luke i think so definitely a movie i've seen (laughs) a movie for for boys yeah um but yeah no so i'll be like oh hey can i borrow that like sticker gun to Mm -hmm. use things and she'll just be like "Uh uh-uh and she'll shake her head and stare at me Uh and she's always kidding and i know she is but the way to diffuse it is i just go along with it i'm Mm -hmm. like oh okay see you later (laughs) and i leave (laughs) yeah and she's like no come on (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh yeah I I mean, I have kids that they play along with it, too. You know, can I sit here? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, okay. And they walk. You know, it's like a playful thing. But my my thing is, if you're making a joke, I would like to be in on it, too. Yeah. I don't want to be the subject of it. And I don't enjoy people who make others the subject. Like you're the target of the joke, but you're not the audience at all. You're just the, you don't un- get to participate. Yeah. You're putting you can't, it on you. You can't play it off. You just end up being like, no, that's not what was happening. Okay. All right. This is fun. And mm-hmm. it's like, and I, I just, it's funny because I, I feel like there are still people in my life every once in a while that I encounter and I want to be like, you know, that's not funny when you do that. Like nobody likes it. People laugh, but it's because it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. And people don't know how to handle being nervous like that, so they think they're supposed to laugh, but really you're being a jerk. Yeah, or like like it's when you laugh when someone tickles you. Yeah, that's not an invitation for more tickling. Mm-hmm. That's an involuntary response to mm-hmm. discomfort. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't actually know the science behind that, but I, I not, do not laugh when people tickle me. I instantly turn violent. It's yeah. terrible. My sister, I like warm. I'm like, don't tickle me. Like it's not that I'm like. I have a thing about tickling. It's like literally, I can't control myself, and I don't. There's no part of it that's like, oh, stop! It's like, ah, get away from me! Don't touch! Yeah, no, I I kind of react that way in certain mm. situations. And Lauren, Lauren, my sister, reacts very violently, mm. and not necessarily as a defense tactic. She just can't control yeah. her body. Yeah, and she'll just kick you straight in the face. That's good. <laughs> Basically, I feel like anybody that tickles anyone, and like little kids, they sometimes like they I don't know there's something like at a certain age you just stop enjoying it and and like you know I've had Jack will be like tickle me again you know and I'm like okay well that's weird you know? <laughs> no like, it's, it's a, it's yeah, a but he, thing. he enjoy, it makes him laugh and he like laughs really hard and I when I was a kid I probably I think I probably had a couple moments where like someone wouldn't stop tickling me and I started to panic a little <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like there's like a there's a I'm on the verge of a panic attack. Anytime anybody tickles me mm-hmm. triggers something, I'm like, oh, don't do that. Especially oh, the one where someone comes up from behind and grabs your rib cage. Oh, yeah. Whoa, I will I will kill a fool. That happens <laughs> again. There was a guy that did it to me in high school two different times, and he was older. He was like a senior, and then he was like I was like a freshman he was messing oh, with. No. But he was like you know, like that way that an older kid, like is like I like you little freshman I'm gonna do weird things to you like and tousling be- your hair or yeah whatever. it's like this is affectionate but you hate it and he was doing that and I like my locker was right at the bottom of the stairs and me and my friends would hang out and talk there and he would like come down the stairs and grab you right there and you'd be like and, like all of a sudden you're the least cool person in the world yeah. and you're in the middle of the hall and you're like ah! oh god my whole body is <laughs> flopping why yeah all right uh, welcome to Cast Party, a freewheeling pop culture podcast. I'm um, Brennan. By, yep. No. Yeah. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. Dave <laughs> is me. Yes. This is my Dave impression. Do it. No, this is it. Okay. It's perfect. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Wait, hold on. I'm really upset that I don't, that my voice isn't more like Brad Pitt's. Hold on. <laughs> I got to stretch out my mouth. Oh, yeah. First. Yeah, do that. Uh, okay. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Cash Party Podcast. Hello! I'm Dave. <laughs> My name is Brennan Klein. Do you want to know what's really sad? Huh? Is that every time before I do an impression, I'm kind of convinced this is going to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> you go into it and you're like, I thought about it. I think I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Here I go. <laughs> oh no. And then whatever happens just kind of happens. It's like someone that, <laughs> that you're like, okay, I keep trying to go cliff diving and i keep instead falling <laughs> down the cliff yeah. but this is the time i'm gonna do it yeah no i i and think you it's... jump and you're like i didn't nope there's the rocks Ba-boom, Boom, boom, yep. boom, i love it I, I think it's the thing that you know I'll, I'll, you know millennial culture everyone gets a trophy mm-hmm. like i'm kind of com- like if i see a skateboard i'm like i'm probably really good at skateboarding <laughs> um that's so good <laughs> that's so good that you just walk through life and you're like could do it I haven't tried <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i'm aware in my heart of hearts that yeah. if i do try i will fail as i have uh. i've tried on the sergio got a little he acquired a mini skateboard mm. not with money nefariously he, no not e- no he it was like a finder's keeper situation it was just like a, a trash thing okay but I, yeah i didn't want to imply that he was stealing anything but i also don't want to imply that i'm dating someone who would willingly buy a skateboard <laughs> um, or a dumpster dive for one yeah um anyway but he had Go this ahead. little mini skateboard and i had that moment and then i wrote mm. on it and i was like nope yeah <laughs> this is not gonna this is not happening i feel like everything everything should have just to give you context it should be like I'm going to show you what it looks like when this is being done well and, like, at its peak. And then I'm going to show you what it would look like if you tried it. (laughs) Like, I I feel that way with, I watch, um, I was watching, like, the World Cup a little bit. Uh And I played a lot of soccer growing up. And I was not good. I mean, I wasn't bad. I wasn't ever the probably when I was younger because I was real spacey. But by the time I was older, like eighth grade, I was like one of the better players, but that didn't mean anything. Like Uh all the really good players were playing on the teams you had to pay to play on. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just, I watched the world cup and they, the simplest thing, like the goalie is like, boom and kicks the ball all the way down the field. And I'm like, I could never do that in my lifetime. My ankle would shatter. And like, But I feel like one of the things about, like, America and, like, we don't appreciate the World Cup or whatever, there's very few people that play soccer beyond a couple years when they're really little. And they have that thing of, like, I could do that. It's like, no, you can't. They're running. It looks crazy because they're, especially because they try to, like, the players are really small on the TV screen. It's hard to get context. Uh So, like, that guy's running so fast right now. And controlling that ball, and it looks easy. It looks like it's a yo-yo, like it's just coming back to him. That's impossible. <laughs> that's literally impossible. It, like That's one of those things. It's like you, you need a little context. This is what it looks like when a normal human tries to do that. Mm-hmm. Or like you need to have done it yeah. at all. Yeah. Like watch it. I don't know, like watching someone rock climbing, and you're like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And then you try it, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah, you go to the little rock climbing wall at the gym, and you're like, uh-huh. and I'm up two pegs. I'm exhausted, and I'm already scared. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to put my hand this next time, nor do I know how I'm coming down. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, good. We did introduce a show. Sort of. We talked about Queer Eye, so that's pop culture. Yeah, there we go. I think we're done. I talked about the World Cup. That's also pop culture. It's, it's, it's the sports side, but that is part of popular culture. There's D- it? a lot of non-sports fans watching it's the World Cup. I'll always tell sports with you, Dave. Yeah. It's a lot of drinking. That's fun. I do get texted images of all the hottest soccer players from Sergio, so I feel like I've experienced the world. Yeah. yeah. Soccer players and baseball players tend to be, especially like I remember in college, with because I, I hung out with a lot of girls. Ooh. Because <clears throat> I was their, <laughs> their safe guy to have around. Uh-huh. Um, They're straight gay best friend. Yes. I was, that is exactly what I was throughout high school and college to every girl. Like if I'm feeling really lonely, I'll give Dave a call (laughs) and maybe something will happen. And I just went around like, Oh, we we're friends, but like you also called me your little brother, but also you, you, you think I'm cute, right? No. Um, anyway, bad, bad plan for life. (laughs) Uh, so, but, like, I remember my my girls who were friends would always talk about, like, oh, my God, soccer players or the baseball players, water polo players, too. Those guys have it made. Because mm-hmm. they're, like, normal. They're not, like, crazy tall like the basketball players. And they're not enormous like football players. They're just that, like, slim athletic build that looks good in every, like, oh, that guy's wearing, like, ratty shorts and a T-shirt, but he looks like he's on a runway because he's yeah. super cut. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and they like they have to shave everything because of the water. Which yeah. come on, yeah, the like, baseball players. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> all, that wa- all that water, baseball. No, all the football players do for when you get Gatorade dumped in yeah. at the end. It's got to slide right. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of baseball, okay. I watched a movie. Sure. Everybody wants some. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Did you watch that? I have. I, do- I watched it when it came out. Well, I really thought I was gonna like it. Yeah, it's boring. Nothing, you know what happens? They cast the wrong guy as the lead. You mean Blake Jenner from Glee wasn't the right lead? Who oh would my you? God. From the cast of that movie, which is pretty good, who would you have put in the lead? I don't know. Okay, I who, mean, who would you put in the lead in general? Maybe. I, that's a tough one because I don't even remember when that came out. It was like five years ago. No, it was no? like a uh, two years ago. Two years? Ago. Really? Like yeah, me. it is recent. They just needed someone that. <sighs> As a personality. Yeah. There's, and I've seen it in a few movies lately because I've been on summer break and I've been watching more stuff. Great. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, It's this like mumbly acting where you're not, you're just not doing anything and you're, you're almost like that guy. It felt like he was so afraid to commit. Like if he was in my drama class, I would have hammered him. Because in every moment he was like, yeah, sort of. And like his, just his body language was so like, I don't, it was like they got the perfect, like his natural awkwardness Uh was perfect for college freshmen, except he was supposed to be this like super confident guy because in every situation he was like, come on guys, let's just, and I was like, first of all, what's going on? Like, why is he so nervous looking? And then in every situation he's supposed to be comfortable, but I don't buy it for a minute. Like I just, the whole time. And he's just freaking zero. However, I have kind of gotten into, what's the girl's name? Zoe Deutsch. Zoe Deutsch. She's, she's interesting. She's pretty good. Yeah. She's in that Netflix rom-com set it up. Did Mm -hmm. you watch that? Mm Mm-hmm. It's really cute. It is really cute. And the, her co-star in that Glenn Powell was in Everybody Wants Some. And and he's not as good in, in that and set it up and set it up he does not work no he doesn't which is sad because i know him from scream queens yes um did you you didn't watch that show no i think i just checked everybody's imdb in that movie because i was like why do i recognize everyone Uh but i can't figure out who they are yeah a lot of tv people Mm -hmm. yeah glenn Powell, i thought was one of the two standouts yeah he's really funny in that movie who's the other one uh nash on the show um, from oh, Reno 911. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I got I got my wires crossed there. Yeah, eyes. I was talking about the movie. I thought we were talking about everybody wants some. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm trying to. I mean Tyler Hucklin from Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy with the mustache. Yeah, he was really good. I liked him. Yeah, and he's very handsome. Uh, yeah, he's good looking. He also he looks like um, it's like a cross between what's his name, John, Jonathan Shake, Sh- Shek Sheck from that thing you do. Yes, uh huh. I know. Kind of looks from... like a cross between him and there's another actor in there that I can't quite place. But I, I like the whole movie. I was like, no, this is that's not the who, what guy is this? And I kept checking his IMDb and going, wait, but no, he looks just like yeah. somebody else that I saw in another thing. And they're all interchangeable yeah. too. Um, no, but a, a lot of my favorite hot dudes were in that movie. Yeah, Ryan Guzman the. The Latino character, but he's so white, it's hard to tell. Because, um, you know, that's the kind of ethnic person that Hollywood puts in movies. Um, he's barely in it. Um, okay. I don't remember him. That's fine. Um, I don't think he has a huge character. But he was in the J-Lo movie, The Boy Next Door, which I also love. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I'll try to look up a picture so you can see. He's very handsome, yes? Yes. I mean, most of the cast of Because the ends. only guy that I'm thinking of that... <sighs> I'm like, had a, now, I don't know. Anyway. So you saw set it up. I did see set it up and I liked it. Yeah. It was, it was cute. It was really cute. She's good. She was really good. And it's interesting because it's like, Oh, rom-coms went away and we were already at a shortage of good parts for women. Not that like a lot of rom-coms were not very f- feminist, you know, it was no. like the girl waiting for the guy to save her, but with a new sensibility, you can still write that, and it's those are good parts for women because they get to be funny and yeah, and they get to be the lead in a movie, yeah. and most of the time. Do you think when people say that they mean there aren't enough good dramatic roles for women? Because I feel like that's, but I think mean, I my thing is always there's not enough funny parts for women. Yeah, because I, I, I don't care about drama. I, I do agree most of the time. <laughs> um. Like, yeah, mm, that's all. Yeah, sorry, I got distracted. Uh-huh. Um, But no, I mean, I, I think the thing is, like, most women have to play the wife in the hangover role. Yeah. Where she's the one who stays at home and that has sucks. to call every now and then and be like, Bradley Cooper, what are you doing? Oh, I'm so disappointed in you. You're such a boy. I know. Yeah, stop so, being out there having fun. I'm home doing all the stuff you don't want to do cuz that's a woman's lot in life. Yeah, and then they have to learn to like just go back and like that thing too. Yeah, and then yeah, and then they're usually just like, "Oh, it's all okay." You oh, brought yeah,' me flowers, very forgiving. And everything. There is a phrase, I don't remember who wrote it, but there's it's called the emotional labor of women. Mm-hmm. Like and that's what they do in the movies. They always have to like just somehow find a way to make the movie make sense. Yeah. Um, but here's a picture of Ryan Guzman. Okay. What? He, honestly, kind of forgettable. I don't think he's even in that movie. He is in the movie. He's in the corner. No, he's not. He is. Not in Set It Up. Pete Davidson I... was in Set It Up. Yes, he was. As a gay. As a gay. um, Sure. Uh, yeah. It, okay. So there's... And I enjoy it usually when it's like the gay character written still as a man and still like, like almost like he's the same, just his sexual preference is different. Yeah. Well, he's the straight bro who just yeah. happens to like men like, yeah. like uh, Adam Pally in happy ending. Yes. That's the character that Pete Davidson is right. playing. Except Adam Pally was really good at doing yeah. it. And I just felt like Pete Davidson was, was Pete not. Davidson. Yeah. Well, and he, it, he just, he had, he had some good moments, but he's just so schlubby all the time. It bothers me. And Ariana Grande <sighs> is into that. We th- th- There's been a lot of Twitter conversation. I don't know how much you are aware of. Oh, I'm aware. You're aware. We don't have to talk about it because it's a little above the PG-13 rating probably. Oh, but, I don't know what I've – I don't know if I've followed it enough. I just know that they're, like, engaged. Yeah, they're engaged. Is no, there more? There's, like – I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it off air. Sounds good. Okay. I'm so curious. But basically, nah, it's fine. If you know, if you're on Twitter and you're looking mm-hmm. at it, you'll know. Um, but yeah. So you saw set it up, which is it cute. Did. it's it's a hard movie to talk about because like it was cute. Yeah, it was. It it's the kind of movie I kind of miss. It, like yeah. we don't have a lot of that anymore. Yeah. No, that was nice. Like it's just a middle of the road. Like would have been a fun date movie. Whatever, but like... Yeah, like a definitely maybe. Like, you're not going to keep talking about that movie, but it was fun to watch. Never watched it. That's fine. Exactly. I don't like Ryan Reynolds. Don't tell anyone. That's okay. I do, but that's fine. I I don't like him strongly enough to, like, throw my hat in the ring. Yeah. I'm just tired of his shtick. Sorry. Um, I think I was tired of his shtick the first time he did it, though. Which is... Uh, just a, like, a knockoff Jim Carrey thing. No, um, what's the first time he did it? Or, like, the first time you noticed him? Whatever that two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Oh, that, oh, that's a long time ago. And then, that's, like, square one, you yeah, right. Yeah, right away I was like, no, look, he's doing Jim Carrey, because it was right in Ew. Jim Carrey's wheelhouse, like, that moment in time. And it's weird that Ryan Reynolds still is doing it. He just does it a lot. It's a much more toned-down version, but uh-huh. it's the same... The way he does his voice and his face is like, just pull oh. it. It's like someone went, hey, you're ha- more handsome, so if you just pull it back a little bit, it'll be marketable. But I just, all I see is Jim Carrey. Oh, I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Um, I, I worry that I'm, I i do not like it when I say things like that. It's kind of like telling someone about the magic, how the magic trick worked, and then you're like, no. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm in the know about Mm -hmm. enough of the parts of movies that I can kind of Mm -hmm. separate things like that usually. Well, but it's... Yeah. Well, like, if you're like, I enjoy this actor, and then I'm like, let me take a poop on that. Or like, watch how much he blinks. Yeah. And then you can only look at that. Yes. So, I'm, but that's my problem. And, like, it's one of the reasons I don't want to go, like, if someone wants to go on a date to a movie, I'm like, I'm not the right person to (laughs) date. Cause if it's not someone that I really like and then you ask me how it is, I'm going to have to be like, it was good. And then if you press me for more, it's all going to come out. Oh yeah. Or like people that want to like, uh, someone's like, you want to go to a show? And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> cause I will not enjoy it. And then I'll make you not enjoy it. I'm, I'm a treat. Really? <laughs> I'm a treat. A real gem yeah um, okay, but speaking of Netflix movies they're uh-huh. actually like kind of riding the carriage a little bit because mm-hmm. they've had a lot of kind of like high profile failures of movies yeah um, but yeah so set it up was cute mm-hmm. um, but there's also a movie called Alex Strange Love, which mm. is um, like a gay high school coming of age type movie um, and I feel like I've seen the ad for it but now I'm not sure probably but it was really sweet yeah um like is a genuinely funny movie and it, it's kind of like you know a throwaway teen mm-hmm. comedy much in the way that set it up is what it is. Yeah. But it's surprisingly um filthy. Mm. Like it I don't know what it's ra- I think it's rated TVM cuz Netflix has TV ratings. Yeah. But it, it's like it's an R-rated teen comedy and that's not something I've seen in a good long while. And it's not like Project X <laughs> super bad. The, that was a while ago. I know. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, and I love like the American pie movies and it's mm-hmm. just that kind of thing. I haven't really been what getting project X. Oof. No way. I never watched that. Oh God. The, there's like nothing funny in it. To me, it's just like, Oh no. Oh oh yeah. That's what it. are the, the, like, it's almost like if it's almost like they let teenagers actually make the movie and they were like, Oh, you know, it'd be awesome. It's just like, <laughs> gross this is terrible <laughs> this is the worst and then of and course it all gets tied up neatly with a bow somehow anyway, anyway go of ahead of course no I mean yeah no Alex Strangelove is strange. mm-hmm. it's um actually realistic about the things that teenagers say and talk about mm-hmm. and don't filter when their parents aren't around yes and the like awkward fumbling of like learning about your sexuality mm-hmm. and it's really interesting and really sweet and mm-hmm. I would recommend it Yeah, there's a – I always tell, like, my students when they are picking out plays, they're like, oh, I think this one will be good. And I'm like, it's because you're reading it. Wait till people have to say that. And they're like, why? And I'm like, because it's written. You're supposed to be playing teenagers, but you're talking, like, how your parents talk. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what? And I'm like, what? It was the – the problem we had with doing Grease was – They're like the bad kids, but they're saying the dorkiest possible. Like up your nose with a rubber hose. Like if somebody said that to you now, you'd be like, who are, what? (laughs) Right. But they're supposed to be the tough greaser kids. Yeah. So how do you play tough greaser while you're saying the dorkiest things imaginable? (laughs) Our kids could not do it. And they were just like, what? And well, this is going to get me on a grease tangent. Nothing in grease is funny. Oh yeah. So when you're rehearsing it, you're like, this is terrible. Like, the kids were all in their heads and like, this is awful. And then everybody came to see it and they were laughing and they're like, I don't even know what they're laughing at. And I'm like, I honestly don't, I don't understand the show. I don't understand that musical in any way. <laughs> I'm like, the music's kind of good. But most of the songs, especially in the stage show, people are like, this one's not in the movie. This one's not in the, and the ones that are in the movie, you're like, what time is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh boy, this is a long one. Anyway, um, yeah, there's. Like, there's I remember I watched part of Greece Live, mm-hmm. and it was like, Freddie, my love, Freddie, my And you're like, well, why are they singing this song? Yeah. There's like three songs in Greece that everybody's like, I love Greece," and it's three songs. Uh-huh. And there's a whole lot of Greece that isn't those songs, plus one of them isn't in the musical. Yeah, because you're the one that I want isn't in the stage right. show, or wasn't. I think, didn't they add it for certain, I mean, yeah you, yeah, you can pay extra to do it but like you have to pay extra. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. And you have to like get permission from two different things because one of them's the movie and one of them's the show. Oh my god. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, like the was, practicalities of Greece it. Grease was a nightmare to put on. Uh, Cuz yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Um so what else have you been watching over the summer? Um okay. It's been, oh yeah, we should mention. It's been a couple of weeks since It we has recorded. been. So sorry. It I moved been. and our schedule got really weird. Don't worry about it. Um, so the, the thing that's on the top of my head right now is, um, actually there's a book right there. It's called the dangerous book for boys. I've They yeah. made a series on Amazon prime. Oh, and I need you to watch it so you can tell me what's wrong. Okay. So there's it's bad. There's just something missing. Like okay. it's sweet, but like something about the way it's filmed okay. is wrong and you have more of an eye for it than I do. Okay. I just feel like it's lit wrong or something because there's a lot of people that I really like in it and then who's in it um ooh, that one girl from that one thing and that guy from that other thing oh okay it's actors that I don't necessarily know their names one of them I'll I'll look it up she's yeah she's funny I wrote down to take a look at it yeah it's like oh this is like it starts and you're like this is gonna be so good and then it just doesn't work and it might just be the per, the level of production or something, something that's like not, I just, I can't, it's like the performances aren't necessarily bad. There's just something missing. Almost yeah. like to me, it, this is what it feels like. It's like, um, you know, when you watch, like, uh, I remember this from like morning announcements and stuff, but like uh-huh. film school projects where there's, half a second not even half a millisecond too long after the line get half a millisecond long before the next one like they hold like someone says their line they hold just that extra tick and then the next person talks after just a tick or some it's like something really subtle but i can't figure it out and i don't want to because jack's enjoying it and i'm like oh um i think he watched the whole series somehow i think there's only like six episodes yeah um but yeah. Susie Kurtz is probably one of the people you're talking about. That she wasn't, but she's great. Okay. Well and, she's not great. Uh, like it, that's none the of thing it. is to I, I don't I can't figure out what's wrong with her performance. And um it's, Chris Diamantopoulos is the guy. Yes. Um he's he's good. I like I him. I like him in everything, other than um the office as boom mic operator. I thought that concept was interesting. It's interesting. They made him a little too, too, like a uh, knight in shining armory. Yeah. Like part of the office is that all the, none of the characters are perfect. And they're like, and then this guy comes in mm-hmm. and he's been there the whole time. And he's just so, it was like uh, from a different show. And that was weird. It didn't, he didn't, there was no edge to him. Okay. I feel that. Like everybody else had. He's great on Silicon Valley though. Yes. He's great in that. Um, I watched all of Silicon Valley this summer. Like I had already, fin- I like finished the last few episodes I hadn't watched, and then I went all the way back to the beginning Aww. and watched from the beginning, and it is so much better. Like I got so much more because there's, it's so uh, layered. Yeah, with all the tech stuff, you're just like, what's happening? Like, oh, because you have that thing with plot too. Like, yeah. especially if you're trying to struggle to figure out like what they're talking about, yeah. And some of the jokes will get past you. It wasn't. I never found it to not like. That didn't happen to me. I was always aware of the humor. To me, it was more. See that it was. I guess I had the opposite thing with this. Is I was like, I. I don't know what they're doing, but a lot of it was. I never watched it consistently, oh, and yeah. it's so few episodes that it feels like when it comes back, you're like, I don't remember what was happening last season. So there's all these twists and turns that characters took that I didn't remember because it was so long so spaced ago. out okay yeah that makes sense. it was uh, it was less of that thing where i'm like i'm focused on what's gonna happen to the characters because i kind of know because it's just dork entourage yeah that like at the end of every episode it's all either gonna work out or it's gonna work out at the end of the season or whatever and i but i appreciate all the heat hu- like i think the humor on it i always i'm never like i didn't even see how funny that was um but i definitely like did not see some of the character arcs because it was like so choppy for me, the way I okay. watched it. Cause it was never I've, on the top of my list, I guess. I'm actually having that experience right now with certain characters in season two of glow that I'm watching, mm. which I love glow. And season two is also very good, mm-hmm. but there is at least one character where I've completely forgotten all the yeah. people in their life and their backstory. Mm-hmm. And they keep showing me people. and I'm like,
1: have I met them before? Yeah.
0: And I definitely need a refresher. It's, I mean, it's, kind of how I experience Game of Thrones at all times. Oh, I'm boy. Like, I'm like, I am just letting it wash over me, and I'm not going to worry about it. If I don't remember it, I don't remember it. And, like, that's a, boy, was that a show to, because I experienced that one twice. At Well, I, like, maybe seasons one through three twice. And going back and starting over, I was like, oh, whoa, that's such a <laughs> foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Like, Oh, wow. Like, that kind of stuff is cool on shows like that. And with Silicon Valley, it was like, oh, okay. Like, when you can see the through line of the seasons a little better, it's like, oh, this is, that was clever plot twist stuff. I like that. Yeah. No, I, I can totally mm-hmm. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, One more thing about Glow. Okay, I'm go ahead. Yeah. Have you watched any of it? No, it's another one on my list. Yeah. The, I want to start it, but I, uh i will not shame anyone for not watching a show because there's so many Uh, it's impossible at this. yeah it's It's impossible impossible. there's there's no one that's caught up on every show and if you are like you're probably not even experiencing them or liking them you're just like this is work yeah and i got a lot of stuff i do Mm -hmm. like movies are my priority right and that that's like a one and done situation like you watch Mm -hmm. a movie and then you've watched a movie with a show you have like to commit like 10 nights to it mm-hmm. or 13 nights, or t- 260 nights. <laughs> right. Well, mm-hmm. and for me, a lot of it is I want to show, and this, this may come back to like, you know, m- my whole thing about like, I need to watch it twice. Sometimes a lot of it has to do with, I'm never just watching TV. And if I am, it's late at night and I'm tired and uh-huh. I'm not paying attention. But like, I'm, cooking dinner and watching TV or I'm doing laundry and watching TV or I'm cleaning the house and watching like there's always something else or I'm just screwing around on my phone and going on IMDB as soon as I recognize yep. someone I came and I I lose big chunks of stuff and so sometimes I don't want to watch the like I don't want to watch Breaking Bad I want to watch something where I don't have to pay attention to every moment yeah and so there are things that I miss that way um, and it usually that's usually that's at the heart of it is like keeping my brain on the one thing that oh, oh, look at that look between those two characters. It's usually just like there's voices in the background and I tune in at certain times and I tune out. Sergio and I do that with Sensate, mm. which is not the show to do that with because it's got a very mm-hmm. complex and rigorous mythology about it, mm-hmm. but we do not care. Yeah. Um, so we'll just like talk while watching it and then be like, who's that character? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure they're scary. Um, yeah. It's actually kind of nice. It's very refreshing to not have to care. Yeah. There um, are definitely shows like I still haven't finished Mad Men and I watched every episode up until probably the last several. Uh huh. And I but I came to the realization is I was not enjoying it for like most of the seasons I watched it because I felt like I was in one of those college literature classes where the professor was like now we're gonna read this mm-hmm. and then everybody would be like "Ooh, you could interpret it and i was like I, oh i didn't get any of that okay what and i just always felt like i made the mistake of watching it with like the director's commentary one time and i was like what <laughs> how am i supposed to get that about this character from that what and i was like oh either it's going over my head or he's he's Attributing stuff to his work that isn't there. But I just felt like at some point the plot stopped mattering to me. I was like, I don't care what happens to these characters. And then I was yeah. like, I don't want to. If they are, if it's some sort of allegory or something, I don't care anymore. I don't care. And like, whatever. Is I don't care it, what the symbolism is. It is kind of nice when you can just drop a show though. Mm-hmm. Even like, especially like that close to the end, you're like, I could just do it. And you're like, or I don't have to. Yeah. Like, just throw it away. Off yeah, I don't... Burden off the shoulders. I don't care. I, like... I probably listened to some podcasts that referenced the end, and I was like, oh, don't spoil it. Man, I don't care. Yeah. That's a nice feeling when you're like, no, don't spoil it. Forget it. I'm never going to watch it. Um. yeah, anyway, so Glow. Glow. Um. I, I'm, like, halfway through right now, and... It did the thing, like the the what this show does is mm-hmm. it presents a lot of like really fun, wacky characters. Mm-hmm. But when it really like when it gives you an episode that digs into the meat of another character, mm-hmm. like it it's kind of mind blowing and really kind of expands your worldview of like <gasps> like you just really sit in what that character's experience is and mm-hmm. it's it's like I don't know. It's like seeing phantasmic for the first time or, or it's like the clockwork orange machine where mm. you're strapped down oh yeah, and you just like, get so much information mm-hmm. and you're like, blah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've suddenly like stepped into someone else's skin for two seconds and it was mm-hmm. so frightening and inter- informative and crazy. Mm-hmm. And like th- they have a good way of making their characters suddenly like bloom like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, there's some powerful stuff on that show. I feel like there's a lot of shows that have started to use that technique that kind of like you're introduced to the character and they're kind of on the periphery and then they get their episode where they get you get the deep dive or whatever. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah. Because I haven't watched it. Because um, it's the gorgeous ladies of wrestling and there's mm-hmm. a lot of side character wrestlers. Right. It's not just Alison Bree's yeah. character. Who is great. She's amazing and everything. I love her so much. Ugh. She's even good on podcasts. <laughs> She's great. She's one of those people, I'm like, I can't get enough of whatever you're doing, so please be in everything and do all my favorite podcasts. Yeah, but she's, she's done a fair number of. I'm sure she has. Yeah. Um, but- oh, so what I was saying is, I just was realizing, I was like, I feel like the first time I ever saw that was Lost. Oh, yeah. Where they like give you flashbacks. And that was real. well, because the show started and you're like, oh, this is a show about this guy. And then after a few episodes, you were like oh my God, it's an ensemble thing. Like we're going to learn about all these characters. And uh-huh. Each one of them. It was like, they were still floating around there, but you didn't know their backstory at all. Mm-hmm. And you were like five, 10 episodes in they, that was really cool. And I, I remember when I realized that I was like, oh, they're going to be able to get a few seasons out of this. They still went on for too long. Like, cause yeah, at, at there was like the myth of the Island, but there was also all the mysteries of the people Then they solved all the mysteries of the people and they started solving the myths, the mysteries of the Island. And it was like, what are you guys doing? I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about any. And then the remember, I don't know if you remember that the the fruit cutters. Uh, it was a very controversial thing. They introduced in the middle of. It was when the show really started to go off the rails, and and fans were like, "What's happening?" And they introduced two characters. Oh, Nikki and Paolo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like cutting fruit, and people I, were calling them the cut fruit cutters. I don't something. remember that for some yeah. reason. I remember their names, right? Because th- that's but how they I got heard introduced, them and to. then almost instantly killed off. Yeah. And my favorite part of it was people being like, see, the audience didn't like him, so they killed him off. And I was like, do you know, do you know how many months in advance? Yeah, this? no, that's crazy. They didn't film this all this week. That was a full movie. That was like six months ago. Yeah, <laughs> But they just did. You know, they had to introduce them so they could have that crazy episode. But it was also like, why did we do that? Yeah, it's so random. And they had a blacklist. lot of side tangents on that show. But anyway, Orange is the New Black does that. Uh-huh. Um, even uh, The Good Place does that yeah like it's a a common thing where you're you're like you're introduced to the character but you're just like this is who they are i don't really know anything about them Uh and then it's like here's their past here's a flashback from the past that shows you exactly who they are it's like it's a cool way of storytelling yeah especially in a tv show where you have a Mm -hmm. lot of time Mm -hmm. to do that Mm -hmm. and you you don't have to give everything all up front Mm -hmm. all all up front because that's so much information to process Mm -hmm. and also that's not how life works like you meet people and you don't learn what they're about until a lot later after you meet someone can i tell you about the novel i was gonna write when i was like 14 sure and then i wrote a page and then i was like this (laughs) is this is not coming out well i Uh need more seasoning and then i never turned into a writer um i had an idea where and i'm sure like my 14 year old brain was like this is brilliant and i'm Uh sure there's thousands of books like this but my idea was it's a guy and he has to go he's a some sort of detective. Okay. Go. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes, Yes, and he lives on I want to say a place, I don't know. Let's give it a name. Baker Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's um it's a guy that is like he has to go solve a mystery in his hometown. Okay. And from the beginning it's set up in a clever way, not the way I was doing it, which is uh-huh. why I stopped because I was like, ugh <laughs> um, This is awful. I would Page not read one. this." Yeah, I was like, "God, I suck." I was like, oh, this is such a great idea. So he's like, book opens with him like driving into his hometown and he, and it's, all you know is that something happened and he doesn't want to be there and you don't know why. And the real mystery at the heart of it is, you know, what happened. So you're, he's trying to solve the mystery, but as a reader, you're trying to solve, yeah. Just saying it, it's like, oh, Chinatown, got it. (laughs) <laughs> sounds good though No one because wa- that's why doesn't he want to go back to Chinatown but like I'm sure there's a million stories that have been told that way but that was my thought was like oh it's like on two levels Ugh, I'm 14 I'm so smart I'm gonna be a, <laughs> I'm gonna be a prodigy <laughs> and I sat down at the computer and I was like oh this is garbage how do you tell how do you write a book <laughs> anyway so anybody out there steal that idea please do if you do at me on Twitter <laughs> that's all I ask yeah. I don't need the fortune. Send or fame. me fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, if you if you get rich off of it, can I have some so I can get a house for my kid? Yeah, all right, that'd be great. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Um, <laughs> great. Yes. Glow. Um, God, we're back. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So, like, the people at the core are great, and there's a lot of cool mm-hmm. stuff. Allison Brie is so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a part in season one where she, all by herself. Performs a two-person wrestling match. I think you've talked. I, to I me think about I have this. talked yeah. about it, but it's spectacular. I, I know. I want to watch that. I want to um, watch that. I want to watch that show. I just, I, it's there's something about it. I'm like, it's not grabbing me. Like when I'm flipping through, I'm like, I don't want to start this right now. Honestly, that's how I felt at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It it works. Yeah. Like, cause I didn't care about wrestling. This show makes you care about wrestling. Yeah. But I I mean, um, it's not even that. I think I I started it. And it was one of those things where I started it and I was like, yeah, I'm totally, nope, well, nope, crashing. I'm crashing. I'm crashing. Well, I don't want to meet characters right now. I'm too tired. I feel that. And also, cause it is about struggling actors in LA, which mm. is a very common. Like, yeah. Trope for TV shows. And it starts right there. It yeah. starts with her being like, Ooh, I hope I get it. And I was like, Bleh. yeah, it, it's very, it's like, let's get to the part where I don't know what's going to happen. It's the Emma Stone and La La Land. It's the, all that. Yeah. Like, Situation. Anyway, yeah. what else have you been watching? Anything else other than those? Yes. Okay. You're gonna love okay. this one. Okay. I've been watching a lot of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. <gasps> really? Yeah. I haven't gotten very far. Sure. It's episode one. No, I'm on. Ooh. I just watched the one where they did the beach trip. It's still season one. Oh, okay. So they're they're beach stuck in the bus. And then there's right. Yeah, and then there's another one. I think I watched after it, and I don't remember. What happened to the character? Oh, she, it was the one where she had to pretend that her house got broken into. Oh, that one was crazy. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Here's what I need to know. Sure. Is it going anywhere? Like, you know how, like, when you watch The Good Place at the beginning, you're like, oh, uh-huh. I see. It's just every episode's good. And then it kind of takes a turn, and you're like, uh-huh. whoa, is it going Anywhere or is she just going to continue to like be kind of annoying and like not change at all and still keep going after the boy even though she really shouldn't and she's kind of an awful person for doing it? And like is that still – is that all it's going to be about? It is is going somewhere. Okay, good. Because I that's what I'm frustrated with right now is like I was like, oh, maybe she'll change. Oh, there's no change. She is still just – Getting yourself into crazy situations to impress uh-huh. this boy that has a live-in girlfriend. Ah! Yeah, yeah. No, it, it is like The Good Place. Yeah. In that there there, there are certain episodes that f- so fundamentally change the entire context of what you're watching. Okay. Or like just what, I don't know, like maybe even major tonal shifts. Mm-hmm. Not... Because The Good Place is like there are major things that completely change... Mm-hmm. The story and the characters and right. everything. But the show's still the same. Yeah. But just, like, t- everything you've been watching is the same, but fundamentally different. Okay. Crazy girlfriend does do that. Okay, good. At least once or twice, it has. Okay. So, because um, I just, I'm like, I don't know if I can take, like, it. very recently I watched the episode where she finally admitted that she was, she moved out there for the boy. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, and I, then it was like, and hijinks ensued. And I was like, <laughs> like Yeah, I I think the first season was had too many episodes. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Cause it's it, just like treading water. The next seasons have gotten a lot tighter okay. because they got short, smaller season orders. I just feel like, especially a show this ambitious, whew, boy, did they need. And I actually, speaking of have you... Have you watched, or watched, listened to any of the Good Place podcast? I have. Yeah. I, I believe I'm all caught up. Okay, I'm on one of the more recent ones. But the episode that Kristen Bell was on, where she said, "I would not do more than 16." Oh yeah, in a season, and she, and part of her logic was like, well, partly she didn't want to be away, afraid from her away from her family, but she did mention that like if you do 22 episodes, episodes 17 to 21, just are just trying to get you to episode 22. Yeah. And that is where I'm at in this season of crazy ex girlfriend where Uh I'm just like, what, what? Like almost like when I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, you can see them being like, let's try this plot line. And then in the next episode, they're almost like, and we're going to throw that out the window for a little while. Yeah. And then it like just regresses and like, there's not a, a feeling of progress. It just feels like she's like, in one uncomfortable situation after another and she's not changing. She just keeps powering on and being completely oblivious to what anybody else would want to talk about at all ever. <sighs> <laughs> I, yeah. And I don't want to give too much away. And I, no, that's uh, fine. I, I just needed I think, to know if I should, yeah. cause that's what I'm not enjoying right now. Uh-huh. And if I know that it's going to get better then I'm like, I'm in because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, you know, it's dopey and cute. And like, there are moments where I feel like this could use some more polish. Like some of the acting, there's a lot of, um, I think I was about to mention it with, uh, with, uh, the baseball movie I watched. Everybody wants wants them where it's acting's gotten so mumbly. And I just, there's times where I feel like I'm watching a rehearsal and I feel like Uh, some, every once in a while I feel that way about my crazy ex-girlfriend, especially with the bartender guy. Oh Greg. Who's, who's the voice of something in Frozen? Yeah, um the Hans, the yeah. like, betrayer prince. I just feel like sometimes I'm like that that's really what you're going to do? This is the best one you got? <laughs> <laughs> um and the guy playing the boy that she's in love with Josh is it Josh. Yeah, Josh Chan. Yeah. I'm like sometimes I'm like you're really cute mm-hmm. but <laughs> Can uh, you... Yeah. He's so. he's a dancer. Yeah. He's not yeah. an actor. I, I don't have any problems with him on the show. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I can see that. Certain, certain people were hired for certain mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I'm just, um, I want to, I'm like excited to watch it now that there's, a little, I feel less like it's just going to be, oh, so there's four seasons of this? <laughs> no, 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 no. It It's going to change. You're, okay. you're in the part where it's in stasis, but it'll get out of it. Okay, good. I can't promise you'll like it. I hope you do. I probably will. Uh, you probably will. Yeah. But, yeah, um, would it help you understand Josh Chan's acting or appreciate it more if I told you the actor was gay and he plays a straight man? I can definitely see that. Blow your mind. Uh, Not mind-blowing, definitely, but, <laughs> but definitely, like, oh, that's why it feels like he's trying so hard sometimes. Probably. To, like, yeah, because he's trying to straight it up a little bit. But maybe i don't know he might be someone that doesn't come across as gay normally no that's just kind of how he is i think yeah i think he's he's kind of he kind of his character's a little, a little dumber than he is but yeah. he's very that kind of chill mm-hmm. guy um, Yeah. um <laughs> i mean the basis of that show is so it's so funny the way it starts That it's like she's moving to West Covina. Yeah. Like no one in West Covina wants to live in West Covina. But I just, I'm, I definitely am in that point where I'm like, okay, can we move it along from like she's in West Covina? Uh Like, can we, uh, but good. I'm glad. Although, I mean, the regional California humor is spot on in a Mm -hmm. lot of episodes. That whole thing about we're only three hours from the beach or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I, I have a, I have a real thing. Like, I you know I live in kind of inland Orange County uh but I wouldn't live here if I if it didn't make sense for like my life this is not somewhere I would choose to live because I'm like I'm in Southern California playing Southern California prices and it would take me like an hour to get to the closest beach yes not even not quite an hour but a while one of the good ones yeah and like out where I teach I'm like what are you guys doing (laughs) You're in the desert. You're in the bad part. And then then yeah. people go out further out towards Riverside and I'm like, seriously, what are you doing? Just move to Arizona. Like it'll be way cheaper and just as nice. But California. Yeah. No, but I mean that's the great thing of just like the all all these inland places that are just strip malls and mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. And there there's a lot of fun mm-hmm. jokes about that. Mm-hmm. Um I want to talk more about it, but we'll when you get further, okay, yeah. we'll see how yeah. you're feeling. I'm probably gonna watch some of that tonight. While yes. I'm um, yeah. Is I mean, is there anything else? I'm just having a good time. Uh, the hearing... Emmy nominations happened today. Oh yeah, yeah. Should we look through those? I haven't Ted really Danson got nominated, <gasps> and Maya Rudolph got nominated, really for the Good Place. However, okay. That's it. Oh, how um, Manny Jacinto didn't get nominated to me is an atrocity. Well, it's you know. An award show. Yeah. And Ugh. they're not great yeah. at actually rewarding the people who no. deserve and things. let's see. Who who got nominated instead of Kristen Bell? Because it's like, it's. Fun. I think Allison Janney's on there. And I was like, mm, maybe For not. Mom. For mom. Yeah. Yeah. I saw an episode of that show in a hotel, mm-hmm. and it was unwatchable. I'm pretty sure that's the only way that show's ever been watched, is yeah. in a hotel. Same with Big Bang Theory. It it just it's the same guy. He's, he keeps writing all those CBS shows, and the oh, same. Really? It's that sa- I think so, and it's the same brand of humor where it's like they insult each other, and then there's a laugh track. Yeah, and at no point is it funny. It was rough, and it's just people always constantly walking into the room, being like, "What are you doing, fatty?" or whatever, and you're like, "Ah." <laughs> it's like mildly huh? sexist, mildly racist, but like completely just from another time to me yeah and like it, it's like okay so it'll be this group of people hanging out in this place doing these brains of insults anyway um, let's Paris see is on that huh barry was nominated for comedy series yeah um, that shows great And glow marvelous mrs mazel unbreakable Kimmy schmidt i'm into all those things yes and then one more there's a bunch of stuff um atlanta blackish curvy enthusiasm and silicon valley yeah Oh, no, that's not the one where it stood out. There's one category where it's like this and this and this. (laughs) Like one thing from regular TV. Because Blackish was, we caught up on Blackish this year and I was like, oh, yeah. Whoa, Whoa, they went. I heard they took some intense steps. Yeah. Yeah. And it was an interesting thing to experience as a single dad because there's a whole arc where he's a single dad for a little bit. Oh. And it was like, whoa. It hit home in a really cool way. Cool, anyway, yeah. I I haven't seen that show. I have to check it out. A, a lot of current network TV I'm not really. It's a, it's hard like, to. Yeah, I wish I was still watching Fresh Off the Boat because I love all the people in mm-hmm. that show, I'll, and I'll catch up on it eventually. But it's like I just don't have the dad. What's the dad's name? with the actor stand? Randall Park. Randall Park is. is did you see Ant Man? Yes, he's so good he's in it. He's So good in Ant Man. Yeah, I'm so glad because usually when he shows up in a comedy movie, he has one scene. Yeah, and, he and then it goes away. Yeah, and he as good as Asian Jim. <laughs> but yeah. he doesn't even do anything as Asian Jim. He's just Asian Jim. <laughs> yeah, but he gets multiple scenes in Ant-Man, and they're yeah. so funny. He's so good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Jason Bateman was nominated for Ozark. Didn't realize that yeah. showed a new season. Um oh, this is all basically the same as last year. It's boring. Elizabeth Moss for Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. um, lead actor in comedy, Donald Glover, Bill Hader, Anthony Anderson, Ted Danson, yeah, Larry mm-hmm. David, William H. Macy, bleh. Lead actress, yeah, Allison Janney for Mom. Mm-hmm. That's just because of- The Oscars? I, Tanya, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's all I could think was like, oh, they're like, oh, she's an Oscar winner and she's on this show nobody watches. Let's buy her an Emmy, I guess. I'm sure she's great. Ugh. There's something called Genius Colin Picasso that keeps getting nominated that Whoa. I've literally never heard of. Interesting. Apparently Antonio Banderas is the lead actor in it. No, thanks. <laughs> you don't like him? No, okay, sorry. Um, John Legend got nominated for Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, he might get an egot somehow. I don't know how he got the O in that. Um, I think he wrote that song Glory with Common. Yes. Yeah. Wait, he didn't? Did he win? Yeah, they won for Glory. Okay, what's the T? What did he get the T in? I don't know. Hmm. I don't think he did. Maybe he Probably. wrote something and it's something. Maybe. I think he just nominated because they want Chrissy Teigen to be there. Mm, Yeah. She's a treasure. Oh, Jesse Plemons was nominated for something I've also never heard of. USS Callister? What? No idea. But he's great. Yeah, he's great in everything. Um, Laura Dern for something called The Tale. There's so much TV. There's so much TV. What is this? There's so much TV and there's so few movies. Wait, let me, let me read you through this. Okay. And tell me if you've heard of any of these I'll things. I'll just raise my, like a hearing test. I'll raise my hand when I've heard of it. Okay. Great I'll be good on the podcast, podcast, yeah. No. Jessica Biel for The Sinner. Not a <laughs> real thing. This is made up. You're make, uh, should I tell you if I think it's real or fake? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Michelle Dockery in Godless. Not a real person. Not a real show. <laughs> Edie Falco in The Menendez Murders. Okay, I've heard of that. I have heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Regina King in Seven Seconds. Mm. I feel like you're trolling me. (laughs) Seven seconds? I have no idea. And then Sarah Paulson for American Horror Story, which is fine. Um, That's in a weird category, though. It's like limited series? Yeah, lead actress in a limited series or How do you call that a limited series where it's in season seven or whatever? Well, it's a limited limited series because it's ten episodes. And every season is totally different. Oh, that is true. But it's all the same cast? I don't know. And the new season is going to be a crossover between two of the other seasons. <gasps> I can't wait to not watch that. This is going to be such a nightmare, but I'm going to watch that one. Yeah, I couldn't get through even the first episode of this new season. No. Oh. It was unwatchable. Oh, because it was bad? Yeah. Oh. It was just too much. Ryan Murphy doesn't know how to control himself, especially when he's talking about hey, politics. What are you talking I about? I know. Glee made total sense the whole time. So did <laughs> Nip Tuck. Yeah. Nip Tuck never went too far. Uh, but uh, what is happening it's all boring there's too much tv yvonne strahovsky is nominated for the handmaid's tale i like her i do too um supporting actor in comedy let's talk about comedy we like comedy mm-hmm. i like baldwin for saturday night live again mm-hmm. boo no um louis anderson in baskets because we just love drag but also he's already like if you've won already in that category you're not eligible anymore. No. Ugh. Kenan Thompson for Saturday Night Live? Mm. No. No, thank you. Henry Winkler for Barry, though. Oof. Yes. Great stuff. Um, And Titus Burgess from Breakable Kimmy Schmidt. And he deserves every ounce of attention he gets. Yes. However, uh, what was he? Oh, he was in Set It Up. And he was. <gasps> he was one of the best parts of Set It Up. Except. <laughs> I just was like. So he's just got that one note. <laughs> he's just, he's just kooky. I can live with that. I know. He's great at it, but it was like, and then we'll go to creepy Larry. And then I was like, it was creepy just, Tim. Yeah. But it was just Titus. Again. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I don't know. I I liked that. Mm-hmm. I, I love Titus so much. Yeah. It was, it was, it was great, but it also was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, but it's just Titus. Just call him Titus. Yeah. <laughs> creepy Titus. <laughs> Okay, supporting actress in comedy, Zazie Beats from Atlanta. She was just in Deadpool 2. She's really good. Um, Who? Yes. She she plays Domino in Deadpool 2. We haven't seen Deadpool 2. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. It's, it's all rated <laughs> <laughs> She's on Atlanta. <laughs> are you scared uh, I don't to you watch did. it? Mom, no, no, no. Your I'm mom th- won't let you watch it. I would have to go by myself to the movies. Today. Yeah, okay. I, as much as I enjoy doing that, there's very rarely a day where that sounds good to me. I feel that. Like... I've done it, and it's enjoyable. It's usually in the part of summer where I have nothing going on. Then I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go to the movies today. But I haven't had a day where that felt like fun, because why not sit on my couch and watch TV? Exactly. My food? Um, food. Let's see. Betty Gilpin, who's on Glow. A um, bunch of SNL ladies. Yeah. Um, Lori Metcalf for Roseanne, because that's still a thing we're talking about. Oof. Uh, and Megan Mullally on Will and Grace. Ooh. Eric McCormick update. Did he get nominated? I haven't seen his name on here. Oh, it's a he's been robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he robbed someone when he was nominated. He robbed someone of their uh, rightful nomination. <laughs> Eric McCormick, the vanilla of people. <laughs> <laughs> he's the person of vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boring, boring, boring. A bunch of stuff for the Gianni Versace crime story thing. Yeah guest actor in a drama oh, series. Oh wait, who was the one guy from Glee nominated for that? What? Was oh, it? oh, um Darren Chris. Mhm. He's nominated for main actor in Versace, in that, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know if it's podcast worthy, but I had one of my former students who had gone to University of Michigan and now he's like working in the area doing theater, but he also had a small arc on um Turn. Oh. Washington's Spies on AMC, which sure. is a show I started and I liked, but was too hard to watch. Okay. Like long and boring, but oh, good, okay. you know? Just like, it's homework. Um, But he, so I told one of my students, like, oh, oh, look at that. He was on, he was on turn. And she was like, what? Who? Huh? And so then I like made it my project last year to make sure that he came in and was a guest speaker and he came and spoke to all my uh, drama classes. But, it turned out he was like best friends with Darren Chris. Oh. And was like the original, what is it? Harry Potter, the yeah, musical thing? Yeah. Yeah, he was in it. My student oh. Dylan was in it and he, because he was like, oh, do they know me from, uh and he mumbled something and I was like, from Turn? One of them does. And he's like, no, from <laughs> the Harry Potter musical or Harry Potter, whatever it's called. And I was like, what? You were, we did a one act based on that. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah, one of the kids adapted that ah. into a one act. And then we had this crazy, where I was like, wait a minute. You were, what? Because I've never watched it. Yeah. So I had no idea. And then I was like, wait, Darren Chris was it? Wait, what? And I just had this whole realization of like, <laughs> what's going on? I thought I knew you. Because he's a kid I knew. I was his camp counselor as well. Whoa. And then I was his teacher in high school for a little bit, or a student teacher. So like, I've known him. We were figuring it out. It's like 20 years. I've known him 20 years. Wow. And like. Yeah, he was like this little kid when I met him. And his Mom was being fun. <laughs> anyway, okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a. It was just funny. Like, oh, and he's like, yeah, it's crazy. He's like on this TV show that's getting all this acclaim, and I'm like, oh, it's just Darren. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, ugh, this is all boring. Yeah. yeah. Who who cares about this? unstructured reality program? No, mm. oh, thank you. No. Okay, it's over. Yeah, I, I I don't think I reached whatever you were talking about. But. I felt like one of them. It was. It might have just been the Alice and Janie one, but I felt like there was a bunch of shows where it was like this prestige Netflix thing and this HBO thing and this and, and then and then and this one from another from a network and I was just like oh. Anyway, but yeah, Kristen Bell should have been nominated. Darcy Carden. <gasps> Ooh, I was just okay. re- re- wa- I was so I was watching. Uh, it was the episode. Um, where they're at the mall and Valencia? Is that her name? Yes. So we're talking about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yes, I went back to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yes. Thank you. Let's all get on board. Yeah. Choo-choo. Choo-choo, great. Okay, so Crazy Ex-Girlfriend Um, and there's a song that she sings where she's like, women have to help women and then she's yeah. terrible to everybody. Darcy yeah. Carden's the first girl she talks to. What? Yep. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. For the second. She's ri- And I was like, bah! And then the rest of the song, I was just like, how many other people do I know in this? <laughs> I was like, I think I know that girl. No, she just looked like someone from Oranges of the New Black. Darcy Carden is in every show. She, I mean, she's my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's a great follow on Instagram and Twitter. She's just so nice. I want to be friends with her. Yeah. That sound she's nice. very charming. I can't wait for her to be on The Good Place the Podcast. Yeah, that's coming. I'm, I'm sure like, she will tomorrow. I think, like her episode or just I the new episode. So. Oh, I okay. think because I follow something on Twitter and it oh, just sure. announced that yeah, okay. the podcast cool. is so good. It is. It is really. It is really nice. You obviously have to be really into the show to mm-hmm. listen to it. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought Jamila Jamil's oh, uh, episode was great. Um, just so fascinating. She's such an interesting and funny person, and yeah. she thinks she's. Just like an aunt. Yeah. And she is a giant, gorgeous person. Yeah. Well, she's English. That I think you have to be that way. Or you're posh spice. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. She's... That was great. Um, what else? What have I been watching? I'm sure it'll be just as interesting to you as what you were watching was interesting to me. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm opening my Letterboxd, which mm-hmm. is my movie app. Mm-hmm. So I watched... Mountaintop Motel Massacre, mm-hmm. uh, Deep Blue Sea Two, mm. Psychos in Love, mm-hmm. Boogeyman Two. Okay, so, so when are you gonna say a real movie? <laughs> seven <that> actually, seconds. <laughs> seven seconds. Oh wait, I okay. So I saw Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of it? I thought it was like. A totally great summer movie. Yeah. Like, it was really cute and fun, and I can forget about it, and that's fine. It was just like the first Ant-Man movie. Yes. It was really fun, and totally not the same as what's happening in the rest of the Marvel universe, where it's like, heavy. Yeah. Which is fine. I need a break. The the post-credits thing was... That was, first of all, not worth the wait. Second of all, kind of dark. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, Jack freaked out a little bit about that. Oh. You'll hear it. On. Oh yeah when yeah. I send you the um, thing. yeah, tune in after this for some Jack thoughts. Yeah, Jack's thoughts. Also a dad getting kind of frustrated with a kid. <laughs> You're going to hear me get a little bit like, "All right, fine." <laughs> <laughs> it's not great parenting, but both of them I think are late at night. Uh, late-ish Uh, and we also we saw Jurassic World. What did you think? <laughs> Yeah. Did you like how every shot of Bryce Dallas Howard started at her sensible shoes and then worked its way up? I did not notice that. It, I did think about. Wait, what shoes is she wearing? Is she wearing the heels this time? Nope. No, she wore real shoes. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I thought it was. It just in terms of imagery alone, it was well directed. Mm-hmm. In terms of acting, probably not. Um, but the guy. That played the bad guy. Uh Oh, Rafe Spall? Yeah. Yeah, he was the young guy who was kind of in charge of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Number one, the whole movie, I was like, what do I know him from? He's one of those guys. Yeah, and he also looks exactly like a guy that was that guy for a little bit and was in the movie Junebug, which put Amy Adams on the map, uh-huh. but also made that movie unwatchable because oh, no. it's not about Amy Adams and I feel like the only reason she got nominated because that movie was such a turd with that guy uh, and and then she showed up and was like I have energy and I talk and I'm exciting uh-huh. and he was just being like I'm kind of mopey and then we're gonna play a song on the thing oh is it he's got a crazy name is it Alessandro Novola? yep he was just in that movie Disobedience the mm-hmm. lesbian movie with Rachel Weisz and Rachel McAdams no he was boring in that too. Yeah, he's super boring. He there's several actors that have had this where they're like, "Oh, he's really interesting looking." And he gets put in a movie. And then I'm sure somebody else hears about that movie and is like, "We're going to put him in our movie. I hear he's the next big thing." Uh-huh. And then he's a total turd on screen for 5 years in a row or whatever. And he's been working since at least yeah. 1999 because yeah. I saw him in Mainsfield Park. He's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, he's he is handsome though. Also, I get Junebug and the one bad Cameron Crowe movie mixed up. Oh, that's not true. There's been a few, but it's um, the one where they were like, and now Orlando Bloom's turn to be the male lead. Oh. Whoops, doesn't work. Orlando Bloom and Kristen Dunst, who would have thought that it wouldn't work out? Orlando Bloom <laughs> trying to be funny is <sighs> it's like meta comedy. <laughs> um, and he, he um, just can't pull off. It's like, it's one of those things where you're like, mm, maybe casting is a big part of movie making because Cameron Crowe's movies, a lot of the great ones have had a lot of really great actors in uh, them. Anyway. Um, but yeah, no. So Rafe Spall from Jurassic World. He's not Alessandro Nivola, um, but I, I like Rafe Spall and okay. other things that I've seen him in. Yeah, I was um, not a fan of him in this, but I think yeah. I was having flashbacks to that June Bug guy. That's fair. Um, but, no, in he's in a British romantic comedy called I Give It a Year mm. um, with Rose Byrne, who I love, uh-huh. and uh, Anna Ferris. Oh, is he English? He is English. That's probably part of it. That's what you were yeah. hearing. Is just him trying to suppress the accent. Yeah, that'll do just it. Just make him English. Yeah. There's no it reason that, that character does not need to be American for any reason. Yeah, or like how Rose Byrne is Australian and all of her characters are British for no reason. We've had this whole thing, we've done it, but really in that movie, like, what are we? Why? Why are we covering up an accent for no reason? It makes no sense. Other than like, I guess he's been in the states for a long time, but the actor playing his fatherly figure is it's Farmer Hoggett. Yeah, Uh, also James Cromwell, who is Irish, isn't he? Probably, I don't know. He's one of those people that anytime I hear him do an accent, I am like. That's his real accent. Is it? I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know if he's American or Irish. The whole, no idea. And the whole household was British, too. Like, the daughter was British for no reason. Yeah. And, like, the weird nanny lady. Do you know who played the weird nanny lady? I heard her name, but it didn't really ring a bell it's for me. Geraldine. Wait. Am I thinking of the right no, person? No, no, yeah, yeah. Geraldine Chaplin? Yeah. Chaplin. Yeah. Okay. Charlie, Charlie Chaplin? Like, oh. Yeah. It's his daughter. Oh. Okay. I think our grand, I think daughter. Oh, wow. She's amazing in the world's second greatest Thanksgiving movie. Okay. So the first is clearly planes, trains and automobiles. Sure. Duh. Second one is home for the holidays. Oh, yes. Uh, great, amazing, capturing crazy family. And she plays the crazy aunt. Great. And she has a whole musical number. She does. Okay. I mean, sounds not great really, to me, but she oh. just starts singing at the dinner table. And yeah. it's real uncomfortable. I can watch that. Yeah. Like, good, my good best movie. wedding. Good movie. Main character is Alessandra Navola. Holly Hunter. Oh, okay. And is she... Which one is Holly Hunter and which one is Helen Hunt? Oh, I get Holly Hunter and Sally Field mixed up. See, that face-wise, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mine is name-wise. Yes, Holly Hunter is the little brunette one. that oh, She, she misses yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay. Yeah. I remember, I do not have a strong memory of the original Incredibles. I remember mm. liking it very much. Mm. But when I watched the trailer for uh, Incredibles 2, the first second Mrs. Incredible started talking, she was like, well, I don't know if she checked her kids. And I was like, has she always talked yeah. like that? <laughs> this is crazy. I was just going to say like, oh, man, I saw Incredibles 2 and I don't remember it. I did not see Incredibles 2. Oh, it was good. I really we liked watched it. the Incredibles and that's what I watched. Oh, okay. Jack went and saw it with his mom. So I, I'll have to wait a couple of weeks to see it so okay. that I can see it on his, I don't, he was like, I'll see it again. And I was like, not today. Like he saw it the day before. I was oh, like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not taking it to say we did that before. And like, you just turned to me the whole movie. And you're like, watch this. And I'm like, don't. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but, uh, Hey Jack, you're listening. All right. Hi Jack. Uh, um, yeah, so that movie, Home for the Holidays, directed by Jodie Foster. Oh. Yeah. Is that her only funny movie? I don't know. It's like, it's such a departure for her and it's so enjoyable. Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Is in it. What? And he's great. What period of Robert Downey are we talking? Late 90s or mid 90s. It might be mid 90s. Okay, so It's th- Claire Danes when she's young. Okay, Claire Danes so is this in it is... in a very small part, like post. Okay, wait. It... So it. it's like ninety five, ninety six. Is this pre Romeo and Juliet? Claire Danes, it's mm-hmm. right in that era. Okay, like. But, so hard. this is, this is pre like Redemption. Robert Downey Jr. Yes, this is when he's still like every couple weeks. There's another thing. oh, but he plays a character that's kind of quirky. Uh huh. Um, and then, uh, Steve Gutenberg's in it. Okay, I and like he's him. He's amazing. Uh, because he's not, he's not the cool guy and it's, it's like a perfect part for him at the stage of his career that he was at where he was just like, we had just come out of like everybody being like Steve Gutenberg's everywhere and nobody likes him. Uh-huh. Uh, and then all of a sudden he was in this movie as like the nerdy brother-in-law. Um, the woman that plays her sister, Holly Hunter's sister captures the put upon member of the family better than anyone ever. Can I see that claim and raise you a Tony Collette? In what movie? In any movie? No, like it's a particular person. uh, I'll give you an example. She says something like, "I can't do everything for everyone," like that kind of thing. Uh huh. And Holly Hunter just goes, "Nobody asked you to." (laughs) Like she's the one that's like, "I have to make everything perfect," Uh and everybody's like, "What? No, what? What's wrong with you?" Like. She's she's like competing in a race that nobody else is. Yeah. Like everybody's walking okay. and she's like running and like, I have to be faster than everybody. And like, yeah, you won. We don't care. It's that car- She's so good. Okay. It. It she's really great. great. Yeah. Um and uh, Charles Durning plays the dad. You mean Doc Hopper from the Muppet movie? Sure. Okay. I was gonna say from when the when a stranger calls. Yeah. Same year. What? Yeah. That's so good. I love it when people have a year like that. Whether IMDb or you're like, look at these two things. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff. I Actually, ugh, my computer's running out of battery, so we got to start to oh, wrap things on. up. I know, I know, I know. Um, you should really charge this before you come. Or I bring it, a plug. My plug is so short. I have I extension have cords. I live in a house here. Okay, fine. Um, Let me, can I borrow an extension cord? Yeah, of course. So we can talk for, it's already been an hour and 20 oh, minutes. Well, come but, on. Okay. We. Yeah. We. I don't can... want to cut an episode short because your computer is running out of battery. Okay. Hold on. Okay. I'll just talk to myself. Okay. I'll uh, just imagine I'm going. Uh huh. Okay. So I'm gonna um, talk about. Well. Uh, <laughs> wow. This is so hard to talk to myself. I didn't think that was really ever going to be a problem, because I do multiple podcasts, but there's always someone else there anyway so i think i'm going to talk about mountaintop motel massacre probably because i did i dropped clues earlier in the episode that it's what i really wanted to talk about mountaintop motel massacre is the most boring movie okay no i've wa- i've definitely watched boringer movies for my slasher movie project that i do on my blog which by the way um there is a uh there is a uh, horror streaming service that amazon is paired with called shudder um, Dave, have you heard of them? They advertise at the movie theater sometimes. It. I may have. I may have heard about it. Am I on? I'm on. I may have heard about it through y- your Twitter or something. I did. T- I tweeted about them recently. Yeah. Because well, they're legit. They advertised at the movies before. I went to the movies the other day. I might. I don't know. I might have seen it and just thought of you and been like, I wonder if Brennan knows about show Maybe that's what it was. I do, but they have a like a weekly newsletter where they talk about. Like what's new with them, but also other horror stuff that's out in the world. And mm-hmm. they talked about my blog on their most recent oh, know, that's newsletter. What it was, yeah, and I tweeted about that, and it was yeah, awesome. That is cool. Um, but I think I'd heard of them other than that too. Yeah, no, they're they're a legit service. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we're, we were going to talk about something mm. that's going to be great to remember. Let's just spend the rest of our time trying to remember what we were saying. Oh no, well, we were talking about Home for the Holidays. Home for the Holidays. I highly recommend. Uh huh. Oh, it was definitely something. Yeah. Um, oh, also Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney R- is in it too. And he's actually good in it. It's Dylan McDermott. Not from Dermott. American Horror Story. Come on. The hot dad. Mm. Okay. I know him from this. Is, is he, he hot TV? or kind of a dweeb. Oh, he's, he's not Dermot Mulroney. Okay. Cause I know he's not Julia Dermot. Roberts, his best friend. Yes exactly he's not that guy yeah okay who also plays that character on new girl oh yeah (laughs) he's the exact same guy weird he's just like Um, i'm I'm super handsome and successful and uh, in every situation i'm like i'm cool (laughs) also also if you tell me that julia Roberts' character in that movie her best friend is getting married i'd say oh congratulations to rupert everett because that's her freaking best friend yeah don't downgrade him (laughs) yeah that's so weird Let's not talk about that movie. Dark times, dark times. I really like that movie. I do too, except for the whole Julia Roberts being in it part. That's not even true. No. It's mostly that movie accidentally found two really magnetic people and had them in little tiny parts and had the most boring man in the world as a lead. And then Uh also Julia Roberts doing Julia Roberts things. Well, the thing is. And her character is despicable. No, that's the thing. Julia Roberts' character is a monster mm-hmm. in that movie, and the yeah. movie knows she's a monster and does not reward her for it. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I think that's great. She has the realization at the end that she's like, "Oh my god, what am I doing?" Yeah, but it's so late in the movie; it's hard to watch. It's like, oh. and I, and I I think it was one of those examples where someone like m- maybe didn't like spoil it, but just had that point of view before I saw it, like mentioned it to me, and then I was like, "Oh no!" As I was watching, I was like. What are you doing? Why? I don't want you to get together. And it was like, I just wanted to be with Rupert Everett. I don't even care that he's gay. Just like, they kind of did that at the end. I think they wrote him back into the movie at the end there because he was so great. I don't know. Maybe not. It would be weird because, like, why would his character show up if they were just writing him in? He'd. Well, but the thing is, he keeps bouncing back and forth because he's like. So far away from where she mm-hmm. is, but he keeps flying in to see her yeah. over the course of, like, one weekend. It's really weird. Did, okay, does he, like, surprise her at the, at the reception? Yeah. Like he's not supposed to be there, and then he is? Yeah. Okay, that's the time where it's clear he got written in. Yeah. Where they were like, we need him there to make it seem like it's all going to be okay. Yeah, she needs someone. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to pause this recording and listen back to what we were talking about, because I... I we, love it. Yeah, we got this charger so we could talk about something yeah i don't i think you're gonna be disappointed probably but it'll be great okay just just do it and watch me pause all right we're back an okay. undisclosed amount of time later yeah um it's the next day no it's not <laughs> it's been three years <laughs> could have been with how late this episode is yeah. coming um but yeah we were talking about charles derning being in when a stranger calls and alien in the same year no <laughs> <laughs> the mother <puppet> movie <laughs> <laughs> I get those mixed up too. <laughs> Kermit and the alien. No, There's, there's a reason for this. <laughs> okay, I, I, I know. Promise. You have a whole thing that you're going to lay on me. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. No, there's actually back when I wrote for blumhouse.com mm-hmm. before it stopped existing. Um there's one there's one article that I had written mm-hmm. that I had submitted um but then the website closed down before it could get posted. Mm. Um and it's an article about horror movies that came out the exact same day as classic movies that everyone knows about. Yeah. Um, And it's just something that I notice because like when I review movies on my Mm -hmm. blog, I, I, um, I'm very organized when it comes to indexing things. No. So I know it's crazy, right? It's almost like, I feel like one time I had a student that maybe separated all of the Skittles in a giant bag of Skittles by color and then brought those Skittles into school. Well, that wasn't for work. That was just for fun. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's how you get your jollies <laughs> yeah. separating things, organizing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I indexed the movies that I review alphabetically mm-hmm. and also chronologically mm-hmm. according to release date. Of course. Um, but sometimes because of the wide array of things that I review, um, I notice weird overlaps. Mm. So I did some research and wrote this article about okay, it. Okay, cool. Like the thing that made me think about it was that the Muppet movie and Alien came out the same weekend. Right. I we, think we even talked about that. We may have. Yeah. But I wanted to read through a couple of the other ones that I found okay. out because I thought that it's was interesting. Be so good. This is a different article. That's the thing you opened earlier, <laughs> and I and you thought I thought it was notes. All Whatever. Right. Okay. Um, well, um, let's see if this is good. Jaws two and Greece came out on the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Is, Both, that, is that starring thing? John Travolta? Sure. <laughs> okay. Um. Friday the 13th part 3 came out the same weekend as Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Is this funny? I don't know. What are we doing? Let me do better. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know what's going to shock me about um, two movies coming out on the same day. I just It's weird to think about. I guess. Like Field of Dreams and Pet Cemetery came out on the same day. You could have watched that them in a double feature. Yeah, that feels weird. Partly because I feel like Pet Cemetery was such a... Wasn't that a bad movie? It wasn't great. And Field of Dreams. I don't know. I don't know if Field of Dreams holds up. I've never seen it. I have no interest. Um, I wonder why. You're racist against sports. I hate baseball. (laughs) And sports. Yeah, Just sports. Um, The Iron Giant and the Blair Witch Project came out in the same weekend. That makes sense. I'm like thinking back to that. That's funny. Because some of my summers are organized in my head by who I was working with at camp. Cause that was my whole summer was working at camp and then like getting home from school, setting up camp. I mean, literally like within a matter of days I had to start working, like setting up and then camp would start like then next, the Monday after father's day. So I'd have like whatever. And then I'd spend all my time with that group of people for a summer. Uh And then we'd end right around when school would go back for the kid, the kiddos. And we'd have about like three weeks until we went back to school but like I'm like oh yeah I saw I saw the Blair Witch Nope. what did we see instead the Iron Giant no we saw American Pie I told this story yeah yeah we went to see Blair Witch they were like had security at the door and we were like so we're just going into I guess Muppets from Space because that's what we had bought tickets for great we thought we were going to do the sneak across uh-huh. and then we had to we were like we don't want to watch Muppets from Space we should have I should great. have but I was like 20 so I wasn't in that headspace of like I, mean, I can watch a kids movie I was 21 effort to watch a okay, space stop I was like this is baby stuff I'm an adult I was also hanging out with older people but then we went and watched American Pie anyway but yes anyway, and I- I'm like oh and I remember one of the girls that went to see a, that movie with me her little brother was in town and they went and saw the Iron Giant and yeah, she yeah. was like it was actually good yeah so great story. No, yep No, it's okay. Um, Yeah, it turns out that wasn't as interesting as I thought it might be. It's (laughs) something that only appeals to me. Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be like actors that were in the same thing in the same year or different things in the same year, but that's crazy when people have that. When you look on, like we tried to do that with people's crazy IMDb's and Julia Roberts still stands out to me as the craziest IMDb ever because in like a matter of two movies, she goes from, this girl that some people saw in this one movie to the biggest star in the world. And she was opening movies that had like, they were like the Pelican brief. That's the movie that always stands out to me. It's the Pelican brief. It was like Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington in this movie. And it was like, wow, they finally got those two together. Yeah. we have been waiting so long. And she was in, it was like 92 or 93 and she was in pretty woman in 91 It was something like that, where it was just like, what? Like, movies it was so different then it was so different then i've heard yeah i wish i wish you could have been there no thank you no and also i was much younger so the difference between 91 and 93 was the difference between middle school and high school that me. is a big so difference though isn't that crazy when you think back to that like you're like no those couldn't have been the same year one of them i was in third grade and one of them was i was in fourth grade that's totally different no it's not part no. of those were in the same year it's just you changed so much yeah yeah um Oh, and like I don't I I don't know, weird time things are interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like, did you know that um Martin Luther King Jr. and Anne Frank were born in the same year? Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, because they came to define two very different decades at two mm-hmm. very different ages. Yeah. But like it's just you know, the world's a weird yeah. place. Yeah. Or when you think about like I always think about it this way, like, okay, we're talking about like we have a conversation about a movie that's from you know, what I think of as pretty recent i'm like Uh uh-huh like home for the holidays i'm like i don't know it's from 95 that's not that long ago okay that's 23 years ago right yeah so if it's from 23 years ago when i saw that movie in 95 it would have been like seeing something or like in 95 it would be like 7 23 from the Seventy-two, starring Edie Falco. It would be or? like I was talking like, and I can't imagine having a conversation in nineteen ninety-five about a movie that came out in nineteen seventy-two that was just like this family comedy, uh-huh. like what, like that kind of thing where you're like, oh my god, I'm my parents, <laughs> like my dad still turns on Turner classic movies and we're sitting there watching something in black and white and we're like, dad, and I don't have a problem with black and white, but I'm like, I've what is this? Why are we watching this? Occasionally, it was like like the last time I was visiting, it was the Philadelphia story. I was Uh like, oh, I like this one. But sometimes he's like, oh, yeah, this was the biggest star in the world. And you're like, what's his name? And he says it, and I'm like, never heard of it, Dad. He's like, well, in 1950, he was a really big deal. It is weird how that works. Yeah. And especially because I'm I'm very into older culture, and there are a lot of things that I learned just through what I experience of watching movies. Well, and your generation is much more in touch with the things that i grew up with like your generation yeah. your generation all of my big movies from my childhood you've experienced now those carry on and they they have mutated into different franchises mm-hmm. and everyone knows you know indiana jones and 18 all that stuff right. so. yeah but um but that's not and like i when i think about that that's like if when i was a kid i was watching stuff from the 60s and just being like yeah this is my favorite movie yeah. which would have never happened well, and I, I mean, the way that home video has transformed has really changed yeah. that too. Yeah. But um, no, it, it is weird. There are certain things where I'm like, this person in this movie is positioned as a star and I don't know who this is. Yeah. Or like, I, I think for me, the biggest gap is I don't know older TV. Because mm. that's a harder thing to find. Oh, yeah. And a harder thing to care about. Yeah. Um, Because TV has changed so fundamentally. For, for, like- Watch a TV show from the 60s or the 70s versus one now, and it's uh, it's a different oh my media. God. Oh, my God. Try watching The Brady Bunch. I couldn't even watch The Brady Bunch when I was a kid. Yeah. And that had only been gone for, I don't know, 10. I don't even... I have no concept of when The Brady Bunch actually happened. Me neither. Because I experienced it in syndication but did not know it was syndication. You know, I didn't... I was a little kid. Yeah. All I knew was that there was... Sometimes they had weird perms, and I hated that part. It's <laughs> like, ah, make it... I don't want to watch the episodes where their hair's bad. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, experiencing something from a long time ago, like I didn't know happy days was before my time cause the Fonzie, Fon, the Fonzie, <laughs> the Fonz was s- still a big deal when I was a kid, but I don't know when that show stopped airing. I have no idea. I know that, I mean, splash came out in like 1984 uh-, uh-huh. and that's Ron Howard directing so oh yeah, it probably, Whoa. yeah. And so I don't know. I don't know when Fonzie, what year Fonzie jumped the shark. I don't know what year that is. I don't like, yeah, that, yeah, that is a weird thing. Like, huh. because that, because it was set in the fifties, right? That is a tough thing. It's hard to date, uh, like a period comedy. Right. Well, and it's the same thing. Like the way I, Experienced Greece, I I didn't get that it was people in the seventies making a movie about the fifties. Yes, it just was people in the fifties, and I didn't get why it was funny. I didn't get the nostalgia part of it because it's an old movie already to me. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're like, oh yeah, it's old stuff. Yeah, like I don't go like, oh, this is so funny that they're looking back on the fifties. I'm like, yeah, I've always looked back on the fifties. Like, what? And like, what is this? I don't get it. I don't get why it's funny to be in the seventies. And these are like, you know, the guy that's famous for Saturday night fever doing 50 stuff. Yeah. No, that the is context. interesting. Yeah. Like, um, I watched a, a little movie called predator two. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came out in 1990 and it's set in the far flung future of 1997. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, and you wouldn't like the opening title card says Los Angeles, 1997. Mm-hmm. But if, if I didn't know when that movie came out, I'd be like, Oh, that's contemporary. Like, you you just wouldn't think about it. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's weird how that stuff ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it's it's a strange. It's all, it's very weird to, and like, to think, like, oh, it was such a big deal for Michael J. Fox's character to be going back in time. But, like, now if a kid watches it, that's not, like, to me, that was like, oh, my God, he's in the 80s. Now he's in the 50s. What? But, like, now, isn't it the 50s? Does he go back to 55? Yeah. So it's eighty thirty 30 years. Um, that means his parents are almost 50. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm like doing math. Uh, but like the, that would not, I feel like to someone now they'd be like, yeah, it's old stuff. And then he's just going back to more old stuff. Not like, Oh yeah. Look how modern the modern scenes are. The modern scenes look crazy. The future scenes look ridiculous. Like you're like, what? That's not, I, I love fake futures. Yeah. Well, and there was that whole thing about I think in it, like they predict, you know, it's like a joke that the Cubs win the World Series because the Cubs, <laughs> oh, yeah, that. yeah, and then they were off by like a year or something. That's like Cubs great. actually won the World Series pretty close to that, but um, yeah, what does he go? What year does he go forward to? I don't twenty th- fifteen. Yeah, it it was recently. Yeah. Because it was a big deal. Because it was Back to the Future Day. Yeah, and well, it, it was Back to the Future Day like eight times because no one remembered the actual date. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. So what? Oh, yeah. Like um, I have no reference point for older TV shows, especially yeah. ones that were more flash in the pan that were huge. Yeah. For a couple of years, but not like lasting shows. I mean, it. The, I mean, we talked about this Henry Winkler, like the fact that he was the most famous person in America at one point or something mm. or on the planet. Like he was so famous. It's impossible to understand now. Cause who's, who's even close to that famous. Now we're all kind of like, yeah, I mean like a, like a Kim Kardashian or something I like guess, that. But I, like, I don't, I don't know what she sounds like. Yeah. I, I know her name, but I don't, I've never, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's no monolithic culture. Yeah. We're like, kids are all the kids want the same lunchbox that's how my childhood was it was like you got that lunchbox that was like the peak of pop culture-ness yeah anyway um no what i was saying like like i i watch um a lot of slasher movies Mm -hmm. bear with me um but yeah there was one that i watched where like the crazy mom who's like one of the main characters she's played by the lady who played mary hartman mary hartman Yeah, it's before my time. That that's fine, but like all the reviews that I've read from people who were alive during the time were like, "Oh my god, it's Mary Hartman making this movie." I'm like, "Who is this?" Yeah, I have no context for what that show was. Yeah, and it was only on for like a year and a half tops. Yeah, there's a lot of TV that ages quickly. Yes, like even now, like I mean, I'm kind of fascinated with. The fact that my students are watching Friends on Netflix yeah, and that enjoying is... it. And that's another one. Let's do the time. So that's 20-something years ago if they're watching season one. Yeah, season one came out the same year that I did. So it's 23 years old. Yeah. And like, okay, so when I was 15, <laughs> it would be like, what? Like, that's crazy to be like, because Friends started the same year I started high school. Like, that's a, you know, like. Uh-huh. And. So, right? It started in ninety ninety four. Yeah, so maybe it was my sophomore year because if it fart- started, farted, it was September f- ninety four. Installed started in the fall. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that was my sophomore year. I think. I think I started fall of ninety three, but like to be like, oh, you're watching that show when I was your age. I was watching something twenty three years old, and it was. In black and white, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So it would have been 71 again, back to that same era, but I have no idea. Maybe the Rockford Files. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna look up the number one TV show of 1971. Yeah, uh, number this is gonna take a while. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, well, and like, I mean, Friends is pretty unusual because it was such a cultural phenomenon, yeah, I, and it lasted 10 years too. So yeah. I just think it's funny because. Friends and Seinfeld started. No, Seinfeld had been on for a few years, but there's the people that like, are like Seinfeld changed the culture and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it didn't. Yeah. Like you really have to go out of your way when people are like, you know, people are still saying, and I'm like, what are people still saying from Seinfeld? No soup for you. Yeah. Like that's it. There's so many things it's in the lexicon. People just say going commando. That is from a joke from friends. Oh. You don't go commando in another man's fatigues. It's like no one was calling it going commando until Joey said it or whatever. Like Yeah, it, like it, it has it has left its mark on the culture. Yeah. But it's it's like if you were watching Gunsmoke. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sure I had to watch that with my dad at some point. Probably. My dad was or, always, Well, I watched I watched the Batman show from the sixties and had no idea that it wasn't a new show. Mm-hmm. No I mean that that's what syndication does mm-hmm. too But but not all shows get syndication Because I think you need like 100 episodes mm-hmm. And Certain The Flash in the Pan shows yeah. Don't like number one of that Of 1971 was All in the Family oh, Okay um, And then the Flip Wilson Show mm. I hear he was really funny I've never seen yeah. his stuff And then Marcus Welby MD Those are the classics <laughs> When you get into the weird procedural doctor dramas, there's a bunch of them too. And like, there still are. There's so many where I've learned about it just through, you know, like, I'm guessing there was a show about somebody, maybe a cop or a doctor in a wheelchair, and they called him, his name was Ironside, or they called him Ironside because people have referenced it so many times in other pop culture things that I'm now like aware of it, but I don't know. I've never looked it up. I don't know anything about it. I know they were going to maybe remake it at some point with like LL Cool J or something. I don't know. I don't know. Some weird stunt casting. But like th- there's so many things like that where I'm aware of it because so much of 90s culture was referential. You know, it was like uh-huh. that was when that start- Kevin Smith started doing that. Like, let's talk about things from the 70s that we grew up with. And that's our common language is like all of us that grew up in front of a TV, renting movies, watching TV. So – Everything is just like references to stuff we saw or didn't, whatever. So there's so many things like that where I'm just like, I know what that is. Actually, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know a single thing about it. I don't know what Ironside is. Yeah, no. I they I might have, have referenced it on Brooklyn Nine Nine recently. No, there is so much cultural osmosis that you get mm-hmm. if you watch well anything, but mm-hmm. especially like slightly older things. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of references that Friends makes that I. Mm -hmm. understand the context in which they were making them, but I don't understand the specific show or whatever. Yeah. Um, But I will reference those things sometimes Mm -hmm. just because they're in my brain. Yeah. Or like um, when Monica, this is going to show the depth of my knowledge of friends. I haven't watched friends in like at least five years probably. Mm -hmm. But when Monica and Chandler are having their baby, and it turns out that they're having twins, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What? A second one is coming." And Chandler has like a nice moment where he's like, "I'm here for you for this," and he's like, "I don't care if the cast of Eight of Enough comes Eight is Enough comes oh out my of there. God, yeah. Like, we'll do it." And I'm like, "I feel like I know that show, but I don't think I know Eight is Enough. I know a different show. Is it just The Ten of Us? Yes, that's the one I know. Is just The Ten of Us because that was a TGIF show." Yeah. Um I know about that show because it stars multiple people from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. That's what I remember my friend that liked horror movies telling me. Yes. That that, he was like the brunette and the blonde were both in Nightmare on, the El- on Elm Street. On Elm Street, right? Yeah. The two pretty older sisters. One was like on that show they did that thing where they were like she wears floral print skirts, so she's not attractive. Uh huh. Like, they put some funny glasses on her, and she's, like, gorgeous. And then she has her sister that's, like, supposed to be her twin or whatever. Oh, yeah. And they're, they... like, equally beautiful, but one of them is, like, I'm pious or whatever. And it's, like, she's a dead. She does have some crazy glasses on Yeah. They, like, they did that terrible 80s, 90s thing of, like, we'll make her ugly. Put glasses on her. And they didn't even try, but those are, like, cute glasses. Like, ah. yeah. Um,. Yeah. No, so that's that's stuff that I know. Mhm. We should we should wrap up now. We should. But I'm happy you found an extension cord. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, cuz my uh my charger pooped out, so I had to buy one online and it is so tiny. Oh, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. Um Would my charger fit your thing? I don't know. Maybe. It's not a big deal. Um, okay. this is just my life now. Um this is what happens. Yeah. Thank Times you. are hard. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the show yet again. Sorry, we're late. We probably will be again yep. in the future. I this will come out, and I won't even be in this country. Will you be allowed to listen to it? I don't know. Oh. The, Depends on if the hotel has Wi Destiny decides. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Cast Party Pod. Um. We don't really tweet, so like you can yeah. do that if you want. You can follow us. Oh, we didn't talk about the tweet per the Twitter purge. Did you lose any followers? What happened? Twitter starting like yesterday said they were going to purge Twitter of bots. Oh, but then I was watching people and like, I already lost this many people, blah, blah, blah. But then it was like, oh, I gained seven. <laughs> it's like, what? I don't know if it worked. <laughs> and like, uh, our Trumpy didn't lose anyone. He gained some. Sure. Any. So it's like, well, well I don't know. <laughs> Um, let me see. But it might have just encouraged people to start following him because he was losing them. Probably. Cuz I, I think don't know. He lost like 10,000 in 15 minutes or something hey. and then. Well, I'm incredibly famous, so yeah. my number just keeps on climbing. I just it was funny to be like to see it happening on Twitter where people are like, "Oh man, I just lost this many followers." And it's like, "No, no you didn't." Yeah, and they also, real. Also, you're terrible for count you for knowing how many fo- How do you know that you lost followers? Yeah, exactly. Like people People will say like, "Oh, that controversial tweet I just made lost me 3 followers." And like, "How do you know?" Yeah. Did you check before and after just to make that comment? Yeah, and if you have enough people where people are reading you, aren't you in the thousands and can't you not really see like I don't know. I don't know. Just say like 540,000 instead of like 540,932. Maybe if it's you, it'll know. tell you something different. Know. Yeah. I don't know. Um I mean all of my 325 followers you have that many get, yeah you're pretty popular I'm, I'm a media mogul yeah you are um, all of them get to see what I retweeted today which was a share tweet and her tweets are always the best because mm-hmm. they're borderline incoherent mm. um, but this one is coherent do it in share voice okay <laughs> <laughs> wait let me I gotta if I could turn, turn back, back down. My time yeah. if I could find okay okay <laughs> My vote for this year's <laughs> best performance by a male actor. <laughs> <laughs> She's English and Southern at the same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ish. And then the rest is in uh, all caps. Says, May I have the envelope, please? Paddington Bear. Oh, my God. Yeah, she, she loves Paddington. And she, then she did a little Paddington She emoji. read our heart. Yeah. She knows us. Anyway, Cher is great. Also, um, I like Celine Dion now. Mm. that happened i saw a video i don't think that's a thing that i can experience but all right i saw a video of um clips from hellraiser to a celine dion song (laughs) which is bananas it's the most hilarious thing Mm. um which song it's all coming back to me now (gasps) when you hold me like like this and you touch me like that that. yeah that was the original that was when she first became a thing in america I like that song though. And then Titanic, boom. And then off a cliff, bye bye bye. Well, no, what happened there is she got all of her followers that like love her on Twitter. And then, well, just like how it happens now, someone has a big pop culture moment like that Uh song, which was on every radio station. Oh yeah, like like the hip hop station. I swear to God, maybe they just played a remix, but it was everywhere. That song's so bad. But for a minute, it felt really important. And then she was so popular that like half that, the population had to start hating her and half of them had to be, like, diehard. Mm. And so, like, if you were on the side that you didn't like her, you just never heard from her again. But she's selling out whatever's everywhere, I'm sure. Yeah, she has 811.7 thousand followers. Um, well, Her tweets are boring. They're not, like, share. If if it was Anna Gasteyer tweeting as her, I would read it, because <laughs> Anna Gasteyer's Celine Dion was amazing. That was when I was in college. Good yes, time. sorry. Yes, <laughs> I was scrolling through to see if there was anything interesting, and there wasn't. There wasn't. So see you next time. Um, same bat time, same <laughs> cast channel, where we will be reading famous people's tweets, but not out loud. <laughs> if you hold me like this and you, you touch honey. me like that <laughs> that's Cher doing that's... it oh I think my so I'm coming is... back Deborah <laughs> Deborah did I do it? hey <laughs> 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 it's it. A me a funsy <laughs> <laughs> subtly one of my favorite moments in the office is when the guy they just don't want it's like oh Pam figures out that if this guy sells the product to the company Mm -hmm. she will be out of a job it's like Uh. a phone answering system so she just panics and looks at Jim and Jim walks over and is like hey (laughs) and they just do that and then they keep doing it (sighs) what is it it might not be that one no yes it is because Jim starts pretending to be Michael and then Michael walks out and is like what are we doing and he's like hey and just do that and Michael gets into it and he's like hey and then the guy (laughs) walks away Oh, it's so good, so good. Uh, when are we gonna do our office appreciation special? Well, when when you're psyched up enough to do it, because you were so Let's nervous. Do it you, right now. Okay. So <laughs> episode one, episode one. I took so many notes, though. I have so many notes. We will do it. We will. We day. will. The more, it's just gonna be so much. I just want to. We could start an office podcast. I could. I could just have an office podcast. Could. No one would Maybe listen that's to what it. what this is. I just need to get it out. All right. An office slash the good place. Slash Parks and Rec. Sure. Slash Barry. <laughs> slash Craziest Girlfriend. <laughs> no. All right. Aww. Okay. Signing later. off. Yep. So I'm going to say uh-huh. our famous catchphrase, which is... If you touch me like this... <laughs> and you hold me like <laughs> that. And you... Do, 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 do. Now don't remember this line. coming back to me now. Um I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Thank you, meatloaf. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason I say that is if you watch those two music videos, I think it's the same music video. I mean, they're both set in a haunted castle. Yeah. Weird. You need to watch them. It's like they I, they so, kept the same set. It was one. It was like a pop up video special. Oh, oh, I miss that show so, so much. Weird. Yeah, that, those are cool. Yeah, you can't even find them anywhere. Anyway, bye. Don't poop your pants. Peace. <laughs> Alright, so here we are. It is Jack and and Dave, and we just saw what?
2: Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom.
0: Yeah, and uh, what time is it right now?
2: 10.29.
0: (laughs) It is late at night.
2: Yeah, the movie started at 8.00. Twenty-four or yeah. around that
0: time. Except we went to the eight o'clock show. Yeah. It Started at almost eight thirty. Yeah, we could have gone. A lot of trailers. Lots yeah. of trailers. Any of the trailers that you liked?
2: I did, kind of like. Uh, well, I forgot all the trailers, so never mind. Well,
0: there was Hotel Transylvania. Oh, I
2: like that. Yeah. You like that one? Hmm.
0: Um. What about the Star is Born one that had Lady Gaga in it? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. I actually am way more into that movie than I thought it was going to be. I thought, what a dumb idea. And then I was like, actually... Well, let's I don't know. That moment, with the part where Lady Gaga started singing, I went, oh, yeah, she's got a great voice. Um, what else? Uh, mm-hmm. Were there other trailers? There were other trailers. Anyway, moving trailers. on to the movie. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Jurassic World Fallen kin- Kingdom? Kinship. Kin- <laughs> fallen... <laughs> Fallen <laughs> cruise ship. That
2: <laughs> was really good. I yeah. really liked the cruise ship. <laughs> you liked the cruise
0: ship part? Okay, but seriously, what did you think of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom?
2: Uh, I really liked it. Okay. I, 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 I really liked, uh, spoiler alert. When, oh, yeah. When Let's
0: uh, just say that off the top. There's going to be spoilers, <laughs> so spoiler alerts.
2: Just you know? go and watch the movie right now and come back and Yeah, and
0: this. then listen to this.
2: Yeah, then listen.
0: Yeah. Okay, go ahead.
2: Well, so Owen's running. He's like, run! Yeah. And they're like, what? And he's like, run! And they're like, what? Uh-huh. And he's like, run! He's like, oh shoot, we have to run!
0: Yeah. You like that part? Yeah, that your, I really like that part. Yeah, that was right near the beginning. Um, what I, other parts did you like?
2: Well, I was surprised. What was your
0: favorite part?
2: Oh, um. <laughs> I like when. <laughs> when. uh, What is his name? The, the guy who, who screams a lot and he goes, ah!
0: Yeah. I don't remember. Franklin, his... Franklin. Franklin. good. When
2: he, yeah. when the blood splattered on his face. Yeah. And then he was like, is it in like, no. yeah. like, my mouth? And he's like, no. Yeah. Is it in my mouth? he's like, maybe.
0: <laughs> That's not what he said.
2: <laughs> he's like, no, totally not. Yeah. it was good. like right in his mouth.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: And there's another one when he trips and falls. And he's like, am I dead? And he's like, no, not yet, kid. <laughs>
0: Yeah, did you like that character? Mm. Yeah.
2: But I really liked uh, Chris Pratt's character.
0: Yeah, you still like that guy? Mm
2: hmm.
0: What's his name in the movie? Owen. Uh, Owen? Owen Grady. Something like that, yeah.
2: Owen Gra- Gravy? No. Grady. <laughs> might
0: be Owen Gravy. <laughs> I think it's Owen Gravy. <laughs> no worries. Um, So. Sounds like
2: Owen and Gravy.
0: Okay. And did you have any other favorite parts?
2: Mmm. Um maybe when they're on the beach and he's like, Can you still track him? He's like, Nope, not anymore Uh, anything.
0: Ah, okay. Uh so um what was the scariest part?
2: Uh hmm Maybe when the like part two of the Indominus Rex came out and it was chasing uh Maisie. I, oh
0: yeah, the new dinosaur. So I think you got a little confused there. You were saying that was blue. Yeah. You thought they turned blue into that. Well, because it dinosaur? had that
2: like weird stripe thing. Yeah,
0: the gold stripe. Yeah. So what they did was they took the Indominus Rex, I think. Is that what that was called from the last one? Yeah, and they and like the,
2: cut the little. Well, no,
0: they 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 blended it. It's all about genetic engineering. Will well, they, no, they cut off the tusks? No, <laughs> not the tusks. No, uh, but they the, didn't. It's the, no, no, they didn't. Yes, the okay, I know what you're saying. So the yes, cut off the but that was for the new one that they were yeah. going to make. They hadn't made yeah. it yet. No, no. I think, no. or maybe I got lost. Oh no, they did. I don't know. I was really confused. I, the timeline got confusing I, when those first guys went to that island at the beginning, and then the sea monster guy ate them. But they had the The tooth from the Indominus and whatever. They must have, yeah. So they must have already used that to make the first one, but they needed to make a second one using Blue's blood so that it could, so that it would respond or something. I don't know.
2: It was, it was like what the first Indominus was, where it was a mix of a raptor and a T Rex.
0: Something like that, yeah. Yeah,
2: and then this one was raptor and. Dominus Rex.
0: I guess. Yeah, I got really lost. The, the, they they sped through some stuff that I felt like was important, so I'm sure I'll have to look that up. But, um, so, yeah, you, at one point, you were like, that's blue. And I was like, no, that's not. They didn't turn blue evil. But they, it kind of did. It looked like evil blue, but way taller.
2: Yeah, like they, like yeah. they took, like a huge machine and just went, Push!
0: yeah, so it was like, anyway. Um, so, Uh, let's see. Um. Oh, what was your favorite dinosaur? Uh, I really i
2: I like I really like Blue. Yeah. But I I, in the first one I really liked all the Velociraptors, but then they died.
0: Oh, okay. So you really like Blue is what Mm, you were saying.
2: Yeah. And I liked.
0: What did you like about Blue?
2: Well, I liked I liked him because, well, first of all, it was really lucky that he didn't die in those spike things. But and when he he was like at the
0: very end of the movie. Yeah. Okay, so you're talking about the end of the movie first. What else? Well,
2: I I like I, and I liked how he was like celebrating. It kind of sounded like he was like yeah.
0: Oh, okay. You like that part? Um. So okay. Well, and I
2: like. The T Rex because it like killed that weird horn thing. Yeah, that
0: one. I don't know what that was. Yeah. That one was crazy. It was all red and stuff. Yeah, uh, it looks like it the was...
2: one from like Jurassic Park. Like it was like it was like.
0: Oh, maybe it was in one of the other Jurassic, not the first Jurassic Park.
2: It was the second one or the third one. Oh, okay. When the when the plane crashes.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And then they're like, what is that? And it's like... <gasps>
0: yeah, I see. Okay, so that's why... Oh, that's what you said. You said that's from Jurassic Park. I like, got no. it. And I was like, no, it's not. I don't remember the, the second one or the third one very well. Um, okay, so... what What other dinosaurs did you like in it?
2: Um... I... Well, I liked that one that the like big. What the? What is the long necked one?
0: Yeah, I think they're brontosauruses, but they might be something else.
2: I I I felt really bad for it when uh, it got left on the island.
0: Yeah, that part was sad. That was very sad. And it was, I actually had the thought while we were watching it. Uh, I was like, man, if they show any brontosaurus dying, I'm gonna be really mad. I think brontosaurus are my favorite dinosaur.
2: Well, they're they're very calm and they're cute.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're
2: like I I did like the little baby things. That oh were like baby yeah, those Veloc- little, yeah, yeah. They were, those things were? They were like little Velociraptor things. Yeah. They were really cute.
0: Okay. Um, I liked the headbutt dinosaur, whatever oh, that guy yeah. was. <laughs> that guy cracked me up. <laughs> I don't know how like they the... managed to make a comedy dinosaur, but they did it.
2: I like when the guy's like, oh, and he's in that business suit and he goes flying up way yeah, high on the wall. I, I mean,
0: <laughs> I've never laughed harder at a bunch of people getting really violently hurt. But they were all terrible people. They were trying to buy dinosaurs, so they got what and, they deserved.
2: Yeah, they got yeah. Uh, they got a dinosaur. Yeah. And the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: they
2: got a dinosaur. In yeah. yeah. the nuts. Oh,
0: okay. Don't need that. All right. <laughs> so, uh, anything else? Any other favorite parts? No? Uh,
2: well, I liked at the end when the guy's like, where, where is it? And he sees the little... Uh, the, not the little. The big T-Rex. Or the... Yeah, the... No.
0: It was the other thing. Yeah,
2: it was the weird... It was the like... The one
0: with the horns, yeah.
2: No, it wasn't that one. That one died. It was like... It had like... It was like its eyes like... The little uh, okay. sheet—it was like okay. eyelashes—but it was hard. Okay. And I liked how the little baby things were like, "Oh, bye!" Yeah. They just they, jumped and ran away. They
0: off, and then the T. Rex <laughs> ate him. Yeah. He, uh, did
2: he deserved that. He really deserved that. So.
0: Yeah. Overall, we liked the movie. Mhm. Um, you didn't get too scared. You had—you had, well you jumped a few times. I did all right. Uh, I can't. Yeah. Even-
2: I was surprised I could handle this. I couldn't handle Sweeney Todd.
0: Yeah, no. that was weird that you didn't like Sweeney You know what? There was way more blood in Sweeney Todd than there was in this. So.
2: Yeah, and ha- there was like blood on the on the dinosaur's teeth.
0: But yeah. it wasn't like...
2: There sorting. was a, one
0: scene at the beginning where somebody got chomped and blood like splashed on the camera. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. And that... I don't even remember what scene it was.
2: Wait, wait. Let me sing, Let me think. Let me think
0: doesn't... We'll figure it out later. Anyway. Alright. We gotta go home and go to bed. It's late. Okay.
2: Wait, but we haven't talked about the stuff we were talking about out there.
0: What were we talking about?
2: Uh, like Maisie.
0: Yeah, what about her? Oh! Did you... You thought she was... It looked like she might be older when they were driving in the car at the end? Yeah,
2: she was, like, really tall.
0: She yeah, like... I don't think... I don't think I, I I couldn't figure out the passage of time in this movie. So that the the end thing where they showed all the stuff that they showed in the trailers, that was really bizarre. The fact that all of the end the stuff that happened in the end, like at the very end of the movie, was in the trailer.
2: Yeah, it was well, no. kind of a spoiler. Yeah, but like the Ron thing was in the trailer,
0: mm, and then yeah. when I, Owen I, I, like we don't need to recap the trailer, bud. I'm just saying. My point is. Usually you don't see the last couple moments of a movie in the trailer. It kind of gives it away. Like when they're like, oh, what are we going to do? Are we going to let these dinosaurs out? you are like, I I know they're going to let them out because we already saw it.
2: And why wouldn't they let them
0: out? Well, because then they'd be running around in the wild killing people, which is, I think, what's going to happen. That was weird. It was like, Blue, oh, go off and be safe. Have fun, Blue. Oh, Blue is standing on top of a mountain, overlooking the suburbs, and he's just gonna run. She's just gonna run around and eat a bunch of people, I guess. I think I don't think he would eat people. I think Blue's a girl, but I I think Blue yeah, would he's eat blue. people. Anyway,
2: she's nice. Well, she's nice. Gosh. Maybe.
0: Anyway, point. yeah. Okay.
2: Oh, that explains why she was so like sweet when he would be like <laughs> oh yeah because like, a girl she would...
0: would be sweet and a boy wouldn't
2: no Delta was a girl wait uh, what, what was the difference they're the same thing
0: alright is that is that all we had to talk about I think so Uh. Mm,
2: yeah let me think of stuff
0: <laughs> uh,
2: uh, oh I remember when the blood splattered on the camera.
0: Oh, who was it?
2: It was, um, the when the guy gets... No. Yeah.
0: Wait, it's really, I, it's not going to be interesting to listen to us try to remember a thing. It's fine. He
2: it was in the jungle. Like, we'll
0: figure it out another time. When we're not recording it. Okay.
2: I, I know that we're going to remember, like, right when we're done.
0: Yeah. Well, that that'll be fine.
2: Yeah, and we can be like,
0: hey, and just, yeah, and just, and then. Yeah, and okay, I think we should. Oh, man. I'm too tired to be doing this. I think we should sign off. Do you have anything you want to say before we stop recording?
2: Don't get scared at the movie theaters when you see this.
0: Don't get scared at the movie theaters when you see and this. And don't poop your pants. Well, yeah, because if you get too scared, you might poop yourself. <laughs> So as always. Hey man. Don't poke pants. Don't your pants. All right.
2: Bye guys. Bye. I it. <laughs> 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 oh, we're recording. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So let's hear your thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, don't get out of the car. <laughs> what are you what are you thinking about it?
2: It's terrible.
0: Why is it terrible?
2: Because every... Because at the... Oh, uh... Yeah,
0: well, don't worry about spoiler alerts.
2: You saw all this in the Oh,
0: you can't do that. You can't... You can't put your fingers in your mouth when you're talking. Go.
2: Uh, well, everybody at the end pretty much dies and the Ant-Man is in an alternate dimension and he can't get out.
0: Yeah, he's in the quantum world or whatever, right? The quantum zone? hmm And then... And then the three—it's the Wasp and Hank Pym and
2: the, the 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 Wasp,
0: the original Wasp. Yeah. And they're on the outside, and then they when it cuts to where they were standing, and they've turned into ash, just like at the end of Avengers: Infinity War. Yep. And we haven't heard your reaction to the end of Avengers: Infinity War. What's your reaction to that? Boo. Boo. Okay, so what do you think's going to happen next with all of this?
2: In Infinity War 2?
0: Yeah, I guess. The next Marvel movies. Because that... the, the next one that's coming, it's... um. What's it called? Captain Marvel or something?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, but they've said that they're setting that in the past, so it's not going to have anything to do with what's going on at the end of Infinity War, at the end of this movie. So... But So then I don't know if we know what other movies are coming out. I guess it's just Avengers after that, I think. Venom. That's a different universe. It's not taking place in the same thing. Yeah, That's to do it's... with the rights and movies and stuff. Don't worry about it. Yes, it's a Marvel thing, but it's not part of Marvel Studios.
2: Yeah, it is. It's Marvel. Okay. Venom's Marvel. Okay.
0: You win. You're right. <laughs> So what do you think about, what do you think about it?
2: Um, uh, I forgot what we were
0: talking about. Okay, good. All right. So your review of Ant-Man and the Wasp, did you like the movie? What did you say to me before the, the, uh, mid credit thing? The first one? Like before anything after the movie ended. What did you say to me? First thing out of your mouth, do you remember? No. You said, I really like this. Oh, and
2: yeah. then
0: the mid credit thing happened and now you hate it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not you're not enjoying this thing where where half the people disappear? But um, did I did did that blow your mind when I pointed out that although it's only the original yeah.
1: um
0: all the original Avengers are the ones that are left behind, so they're gonna all team up and save the new ones, right? Yep. Yeah, that's gonna be what it's got. It that's got to be what it is, right?
2: Yeah, they're all gonna yeah. team up in like different areas. Uh, yeah, I almost, group.
0: I almost don't. I almost don't want to think about it because the more you think about it, you know, like people are gonna yeah. speculate. People love to do this. They put their ideas on the internet, and then there's all these fan theories and then one say they got it right and they put it out there on the internet and it gets really popular well now they've spoiled the movie for everyone or the studio finds out about it and they change the ending so that everybody else so that the ending's not spoiled but then it's maybe not as good or it just gives everybody's hopes up that it's going to be this one thing and everybody goes to the movie kind of hoping to see it be right and then it's wrong i can't stand internet Theories about how stories should end. That's kind of yeah. silly to me. It's it's somebody else's story that let them tell it. Uh, so we've got we. So now we've responded. You so Ant Man. What was your favorite part? Um. Hmm.
2: Maybe when Louise is trying to find a new car. Oh. and Ant-Man goes look in the Hot Wheels set and he yeah. and he takes out this like hot rod car and he's like oh Hank Pym
0: <laughs> yeah that part was good and then, um, he, what else?
2: He like, and then he flies off the thing as a mini car and yeah. he's like
0: ah! yeah that was a cool little homage to an old, an old 70's movie that takes place in San Francisco what is it? it's a movie called Bullet it's not a it's not a good movie but it's a famous movie it's very boring I've tried to watch it many times there's a big car chase in it where they go jumping off the hills in San Francisco but so many movies have stolen that (laughs) since then that it's not interesting to watch the original it's like oh that's where they got it and the rest of the movie's real boring um okay so alright I think we're good I think we're done right you don't have anything else left to say
2: I have everything
0: left, left to say Yeah, you have everything left to say We've been talking for five minutes And you've barely talked
2: How Well, you talk a lot?
0: Your turn mm-hmm.
2: Why do you get mad at me?
0: I'm not mad at you, but I'm just, I'm trying to You want me to record you talking But you keep putting your fingers in your mouth So it's hard for you to talk Um, What did you want to say about the movie?
2: Well, it was fun at the beginning, Mm -hmm. but towards the end it was like... Well, it was like really fun when they were in that like obstacle course thing. And then... And then, um... As the movie went on, it was like... It got interesting Mm -hmm. when they were looking for the mom. And then Mm -hmm. it got boring and boring. Interesting, interesting, boring, boring, interesting... Interesting,
0: interesting, interesting for the rest of the movie. Okay. You just kind of summarized all of storytelling. There's got to be some boring parts where they got to get out information. Otherwise, nothing makes sense. Or it can be... Well, there are movies where there's no... There's just no talking. And it's just all, like, action. And you're like, I don't know what's happening, but it's cool.
2: The least favorite part I had was when... Um... Uh, the guy who plays Ant-Man is in the... He's in, he's in his, like, robe, and he's, like, walking around. No. And he's like, I gotta get back. And they're like, no, we need you. I'm like, eh. Yeah, Meh. happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's that's usually how it works. That's yeah. right around the part where people, where younger people get disinterested because yeah, they're, they're, they're like, setting up the plot. If, if they didn't do that part, you wouldn't have known what was going on or why they, and the stakes wouldn't have been as high. You need to, like, make it important to the audience, right? Yeah. All right. So, good stuff, good movie. Mm-hmm. We also yeah. discovered that... Oh, no, it's not a good movie because of that one part.
2: Well, it is, but it's not. Yeah.
0: We discovered what about Tuesday nights at this movie theater?
2: That it's, f- like, free, but Not, not free.
0: free. It's $5 a ticket, which was great. I couldn't figure out why the movie theater was so crowded on a... Tuesday night and that's why okay
2: okay did you want me to finish a sentence no
0: I just are we done yes okay all right sign off Jack
2: hey man don't watch Ant-Man and the Wasp
0: (laughs) okay this episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions to find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Okay. Hi, I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And we're the co-hosts of Scream 101. Which is? Your premier podcast for horror movie reviews. Tell every me more. Every month, we watch four horror movies based around a certain theme. Like vampires, aquatic horror, 70s proto-slashers... Just different genres. Okay. I'm a huge horror nerd. He is. Sergio is not so much. Everything you tell me goes in one ear and out the other. But he's a very nice young man and he's willing to come along this journey with me. And we can give you our two different perspectives and hopefully a couple laughs along the way. That's the dream or the plan. Come with us on this journey of joy. On this never-ending tale. On this season of Scream 101. Find us on podpeople.me.